evening, boils and ghouls. On tonight's episode, your horror hosts take a look at Todd Browning's 1932 classic, Freaks. Also, the movie that started the modern-day zombie. George A. Romero's Night of the Living Dead. So board up those windows, aim for the head, and welcome to Podcast from the Crypt. To begin with a reign of terror, a few murders here and there. Do you know what the most frightening thing in the world is? It's alive, it's alive, it's alive! Coming to get you, Barbara. They are not men, they are dead bodies. Some, the living dead. Welcome back, Cripsters. Welcome to Podcast from the Crypt. It's your horror host, Chainsaw Paul. And I am your permanent guest host, Wolfman Memo. So I'm back again. Your crazy boy you love, Madman Steve. <laughs> Take it away, Wolfman. <laughs> yeah, so uh, the cool thing is, uh, in honor of uh, one of the movies that we watch, I guess it's going to be like the honorary beer. This will be our podcast. official beer yeah. podcast from the crypt. Official beer podcast from the crypt will be uh, Paps Blue Ribbon PBR. So uh, any PBR representatives listening uh, know we're giving you some love over here. Yes. Uh, uh, and then I got to say, actually, for me, it's my first time trying it. <laughs> I thought you said it. That you have before? No, I haven't. Because I, I know I've I've said I have before, and I didn't know I've had it. You yeah, you, you know what's funny? We were, we were at the uh, the the uh, supermarket yeah, yesterday. And Paul was them. like, we were looking through beers, and then Paul was like, you know what? I don't think I really have. <laughs> I don't think I've had a Pabst. <laughs> I've never had a Pabst. You know, okay, so we're, we're, we're all Pabst virgins. Oh. So uh, yeah, so that movie that we're talking about, of course, is Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Yeah, so yeah, we did that a few episodes ago. Yeah, so uh, if you Cripsters uh, actually watched it, it's a really good movie, and we did highly recommend it. So uh, you want a good laugh and want to see some uh, some gory as well? Uh, that's your movie right there, and uh, let's open it up, boys. All right, let's do it. You know what? That's not bad. It's not the best, but it's not bad. Hey, you got. Cut that out because they're listening, remember? <laughs> oh, yeah. Paps is listening. <laughs> yeah, who cares? Paps ain't paying us. Paps knows they're not the best. Yeah, and they're not paying us. They're like, if we were, if we were, they were the best, these would be more expensive. <laughs> uh, this kind of tastes like if you grab a Bud Light and you throw some core lights in it, maybe a hint of more salt. <laughs> more salt? <laughs> I think it's more like a, a hops or something. Hey, uh, it's very watery. Very hey, watery. Hey, Steve, uh, how about we uh, give uh, Chainsaw Paw an injury and we can test out it to see if this paps, if we pour it on it. If... <laughs> <I called you. laughs> yeah, we, we got that, that, uh, that serrated uh, machete right oh, there. Oh, yeah, we do. We can, like, always, like, you know, give it, like, his baby finger and. He'll come up with a, a a new finger, but with a long finger now. <laughs> Different finger. <laughs> I'm like, where the fuck are you going with this? Anywho, I, I think now you know where I'm going yes. because it's just straight from the movie. Yes, uh, I so, can taste the hangover. So, already. Paps, if you're listening, uh, maybe you don't want to have a sp- sponsor us. No, this is going to be our official beer from yeah. now on, guys. 
whether it's good or not. Thanks, Tucker and Dale. Thank you, uh, Paps Blue Ribbon. I, you, you, you guys are um, a good enough. What's the, the, what's the that, alcohol content that, on this shit? That'll, that'll, Probably 1%. I wonder if that's their slogan, we're good enough. We're good enough. <laughs> They're like, we're, I think it was like a 4.3. <laughs> we're good enough for the girls you go for. <laughs> <laughs> It'll get you drunk. <laughs> yes. So, yeah, these uh, these paps are pretty refreshing. They're cool. Yeah, I'm I'm, uh, I'm okay with having them as our official beer. Yeah, I think the more you have, then you don't care afterwards. No, oh, definitely. Just like, <laughs> just like any other fucking beer. Well, I mean, with some of the other beers, I mean, they're they're pretty tasty to me on some things. Yeah. Like, uh, I mean, I don't have them all the time, but uh, like my go-to one is uh, is Guinness, and some people don't like that one, but I like it. The last time I'm I had it taste. was a long time ago, and I didn't like it, but I yeah. probably will now. Yeah, I'm like used to the taste, so it just depends. Uh, true that. So, uh, and uh, I just recently went with a friend to uh, BJ's, and then I had myself a Tatanka there. Tatanka, a Tatanka, a Buffalo, yeah, Tatanka. Uh, if you ever go to BJ's, it's a it's a dark beer. It's like it's kind of like a, it's a stout, so it's kind of like a Guinness, but like it's I think it's stronger than a Guinness. Mm. And like my friend was talking about, like the first time we had, it, it's kind of the same thing. It's kind of like when you first have it, it's like medicine going down, man. Mm-hmm. But then you get used to it, and then that sucker, like after maybe like two of those. Or three, it's like <laughs> you ain't going nowhere. Like, like, like if you were like after about five of them, you can be drinking piss out of the urinal. Nah, five of them, you'll probably be on the floor or something. But like, uh, God damn, like, like, like not. Yeah, I mean, because it's like with two or three, it's like you're already feeling. It's like all right, you feel like I'm not gonna drive anywhere. Like, luckily over where we're at, uh, there was like movie theater nearby. So when we first did, <laughs> yeah, it, we so had, we like, broke in and slept in there. <laughs> yeah, we had like two or three that time. So you know, like with that, it was like all right, let's you know. Watch a movie, and then after the movie, we headed out because you're cool after that. I don't know. I would have fell asleep in the movie. Then I... <laughs> <laughs> All so, right. So uh, we got Steve back. Yeah. We keep saying that. <laughs> That's like the thing. Steve's back. Steve's back. But he's he's here. Yeah. You I, heard him. I had to work overtime because someone didn't tell me ahead of time. Yeah, that was my fault. I told everybody, you know, you had to work. Yeah. But other than that, yeah, I'm glad to be back, guys. Yeah, it was an inside joke with the crickets. Yes. But the crickets will be back if uh, if it happens again. <laughs> they will be in full fucking force. It'll be a cricket army. Jiminy Cricket. <laughs> It'll be an army of undead crickets coming for your ass if you don't fucking show up again. They're literally going to take me here. Hey. <laughs> They're going to bring me here. If you watch the creep show, that'll be crickets instead of cockroaches. Yes, yes. Oh, you seen that part or no? Fucking cockroaches. Yeah, yeah that was you, a good one. Did you see that or that no? fat-ass cockroaches. You saw that, right? Yeah, when you ripped fucking, that guy apart. Fucking fat-ass cockroaches. Oh, what was cool is uh, uh, at the... At the Horror Nights, they had that scene where there's fucking cockroaches. Everywhere. I saw like, that thing, That's yeah. pretty dope. I would have died. I fucking hate cockroaches. So the birthdays that I want to announce, uh, the first one that we'll mention is a pretty big name in horror. I mean, at least for us and for this horror fan, is uh, Reggie Bannister yes. from Phantasm fame. Yes. The Ice Cream Man. So, uh, yeah, happy birthday to Reggie Bannister. Happy and birthday. Happy birthday. Hopefully, hopefully he's out there on a porch somewhere just strumming his fucking guitar. We're selling ice cream. For that, yeah. Having a nice, cool one. Ice cream cone. <laughs> having, a, having a Paps. Yeah, he's out there drinking a Paps right now. His name. <laughs> All right. And uh, moving on, uh, two other birthdays, the last two that we will announce. One of them has uh, sadly passed on into another dimension, and that would be Donald Pleasance. Yep. And that was uh, Dr. Loomis in Halloween, which was, uh, I'm talking about the original Halloween, not the remake of Rob Zombie. So uh, Still great. Yeah, right. so Pleasance. Happy birthday to you, even though uh, you may not be able to hear this. We'll hold a seance for him later, <laughs> after the show. 
Oh, this was till later. Oh, I did it earlier. <laughs> <You're> <laughs> like, Happy I birthday, did, buddy. <laughs> I did my seance <laughs> by myself in the bathroom. <laughs> you did in the bathroom? Oh, whoops. <laughs> <laughs> You're in the living room with your parents? <laughs> They're watching TV, some funny shows, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> levitating. <laughs> Happy birthday, Donald. <laughs> he goes there like, hey, I'm Dr. Lomas. <laughs> yes. The last birthday is uh, another big birthday, another big name in horror, and another big author in horror. Clive Barker. Yes. Yeah, so he's a, he's an author. He's directed. And he also does paintings. So he does artwork as well. Oh, wow. So, uh, yeah, happy birthday, Clive Barker. Uh, I mean, off of the movies, the, my favorite, of course, is Hellraiser. Fantastic. That he's done. I think I like Lord of Illusions better. You like that one better? Yeah. Wow. With me, it's Hellraiser just because of, like, uh, everything, the storyline. Well, I mean, uh, Hellraiser is more iconic and shit. Yeah, and yeah I was just, about to say that. And just like all the like the makeup work that has to go into it, and you know, all I don't that know. Stuff. There's just something about Lord of Illusions that I always was drawn to a little bit more. I think he's just like like magic, you know. I do like magic. Uh, I ain't a wicker. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think what Hellraiser just it had one of the most iconic beginning scenes. Yeah, that 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 would really fucking grab my attention, hmm. and that movie was great itself either way. Well, that's that's it on birthday. So uh, so happy birthday, everybody! My birthday, best wishes. And oh wait, I want to say one more happy birthday. Uh, I just want to say happy birthday to uh, podcast from the crypt, Wolfman's uh, mom, be coming up on the seventeenth of October. So happy birthday, mom! There you she go. She listens to our podcast, and she even threw us a few suggestions. Yeah. So uh, you people listening out there, I hope that you uh, throw out some suggestions. Like I said, on uh, when we send it out on. Uh, uh, out into the internet, it's like, yeah, you know, we uh, we want some suggestions for that uh, Wheel of Doom. And uh, like I said, we don't bite unless you want us to. Ooh. <laughs> Sexy times. Yes. But, yeah, um, yeah, yeah send, us some, send us some uh, suggestions. We're, we're down for it. The more we get, the better because, I mean, if, if it just comes down to it and then it's just suggestions from the fans, we kind of like that even better just because it's like, okay, it's not for you guys. That's what you guys want. And, uh, you know, it might maybe movies we haven't heard of. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know about, like, Paul's probably heard of every movie. But mm-hmm. with me, like, I like, remember last time he was, like, naming so many many uh, horror movies. I was like, haven't seen that. Haven't seen that. That was me. He's like, get out of my show. <laughs> <laughs> get the fuck off my show. Yeah, so uh, there, there's uh, the next thing. Uh, we're going to move on to the news. The news in horror. What does that to be a banjo? Uh, we're in my paps. head, it was like train, that. We're playing paps. You can play the 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 banjo from Dueling Banjos. Like no, was, no. In my head, it was like that. Uh, like uh, the old newscast song, like music from like the seventies. Oh, that was a banjo. <laughs> no, it, it didn't come out like I, I wanted drinking, it to. Because we're drinking blue ribbon, so we have <laughs> to Yeah, you turned into a banjo because of the beer. Yeah, that's exactly. It came out because of the fucking paps. <laughs> Damn it, paps! What are you doing to us? <laughs> All right, so uh, the first bit of news uh, that I will mention is that there is a uh, horror movie that's supposed to be coming out on October 18th starring uh, William Defoe and Robert Pattinson. That one is called The Lighthouse. Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, I have... is, is Robert all glittery in this one, too? No, he's not. Okay, good. <laughs> it's a, but it is shot in black and white, though, which oh, okay. is a pretty cool. I mean... I mean, I just saw a little bit of like of a. So you're trailer. saying they might have glitter on them? We just can't really tell. Nah, not from this one. And maybe the oct- there's like an octopus or some kind of thing. Someone has glitter on them. Somewhere, in this fucking somewhere. Movie. 
somewhere somewhere no it actually looks pretty cool i'm pretty stoked for it and me and memo were talking about it uh because we got reminded of it by by watching the trailer we thought we'd seen this movie like six months ago (laughs) well paul probably seen that whole uh episode or so or the the movie He's like, this is it? <laughs> I was like, where did William Dafoe come no, out of No, well, that's the thing. Like, I got, like, you know, so many minutes into it, and I realized, wait a minute, this isn't the right one. But they, um, on the link for the movie, it, it had the description and then the actors and everything. And it, and it looked, was, like, it it looked was like, for, like it was the same one, huh? Yeah, it, was, it, it all said for this, the, the one that's coming out. And I'm like, I don't, I didn't think this movie was even made yet. Yeah, it was like a year before. It's like, what's going yeah, on? Yeah, and I, I started to watch it, and I realized, quickly realized it's not the same one, but... <laughs> That would have been weird if it was. We're See, watching like some kind of fucking trans-dimensional fucking... From the future. Yeah. <laughs> see, see, see what happens when you go shopping over at the uh, the alley in L.A.? Go to Santi Alley. They, Here we go. We got it. You want this? It's not even out yet. Memo's cousin Jose has all the movies, even if they're not even made yet. <laughs> get, you get 10 for $5. <laughs> <laughs> all right uh so yeah i mean like from what we see in it, it it looks like it's gonna be pretty good i think it's probably got some good reviews on it um and both actors are really good i mean i don't i haven't watched patterson in in the twilight crap because uh i don't like it i have <laughs> you can tell by me calling it crap <laughs> so i mean i've seen him in another movie that was really good called good time and uh really good really good movie storyline acting so he did an awesome job in that one so with this one it's like i think it's gonna be like you know that type of line where it's like some good acting right there. I just think that with Twilight, he got you know screwed over as well. Everybody seeing him. The only as that. things I've seen from him was Twilight and then his little part in Harry Potter. Harry Potter, yeah. And that's about it. I mean, it was pretty good on the Harry Potter part, even though it was small. It was small, but I mean, you know, whatever. Yeah. I guess he did an, an so, awesome job. <laughs> well, after that, you gotta you gotta watch Good Time then, and you can tell me what you think. Uh, yeah, with that lighthouse, we are, you know I'm looking forward to it. I think Paul said he's kind yeah. of looking forward to it. It sounds cool, so I'm gonna I'm give it a look. I mean, the look of it, how how it looks with the black and white, uh, the way like Defoe, he looks kind of like an old sea captain right there with his cob pipe. Um, and oh, I have seen it. The little it shows up on Facebook a lot. Yeah, it's uh, directed by uh, Robert Eggers. The, oh yeah, the witch. The, the witch. Yeah, we forgot to mention that. Right? I oh, just so did, now. and oh. you just fucked it up. <laughs> you have to show that. Paul like that 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 beer is putting you in a bad mood. No, I'm like I just mentioned it, and as I'm talking, you're like, usually, oh yeah, we we forgot about that. I, I'm sorry. He's he's usually more friendly and, and cordial than <laughs> it's this. It's goddamn pep. But uh, and, and I think I, I think the beer like doesn't affect me like it does him. No, I, I, I'm already I'm the, only, the, I'm, I'm the I'm the wolf man. So I'm so uh, <laughs> I'm fucking chainsaw Paul, motherfucker. <laughs> I'm gonna. So, uh, yeah, the only thing it's up. doing is, like, making my beard grow with Paul. It's just making him, like, more mad. <laughs> well, I, I can't grow a beard, he's, so it's got to come out some other way. Yeah, he's eating all <laughs> threatening and stuff over here. <laughs> all right, so, yeah, I mean, the it, the director, what he also did the writing as well, too, right? Yeah, he co-wrote it with his brother. Yeah, and produced. Uh, Paul loved the movie. I still got to watch it myself. The Witch is fucking oh, great. Yeah, I know Steve loved it, too. Fun, yeah. we, uh, we're looking forward to it, so it sounds like we're uh, all unanimous in looking forward to it. To the lighthouse. Yes. Are we going to do the whole arms in or hands in? Whoa. Whoa. Lighthouse. Lighthouse. Like the Bundys. You don't remember that? He didn't. He's like, damn it. He's like, I didn't watch My Real Children. I, I forget. I was, he's like 30 years younger than I, those I wasn't even oh, born yet. Oh, Al Bundy? Okay, there you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was about to say 10. Yeah, Bundy. they would do that. Yeah. Whoa, Bundy. <laughs> so the next bit of news is, uh, well, next bit of Halloween news. 
is that uh, they have some Halloween trading cards coming up. What? Yeah, Halloween we just saw that pass. today. What the fuck? Yeah, so uh, they're, coming out, they're coming out in a few days, October 8th, which I don't know when this podcast is going to come out, so it's probably going to be past that. But October 8th, there will be a uh, 78 uh, card base set. So all you original Halloween fans... You know, there you go. I, I know. I know. This. I think you guys are uh, all going to get, get that. This. Yeah, yeah I'm, dude, I'm stoked. Okay. I want them. I want all of them. I want everything. Yes, I want it all. <laughs> all right. So uh, yeah. So you trading card fans? There you go. They'll go right there with my garbage pail kid cards <laughs> and my X Men cards, my fucking 1994s. Would they end up? Your uh, your mom threw them away. No, they're in my. I got them in the house. Oh, you still got yeah, them? Yeah, she found them. Oh, okay. I yeah, you someone... like the X Men too? Yeah, oh, dude. I hate that shit too. God damn, man. I'm just I, kidding. I, I just want to see your reaction. That's <laughs> <laughs> it. So on the last bit of uh, horror news, uh, even though it's not 100% horror, it is horror-based. Uh, Adam's Family will be coming out Friday, October 11th. I'm looking forward to it. Um, at first, I was kind of iffy because it's it's animated, and you know, like you, I'm I'm kind of like the 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 original movies from the 90s were yeah. fucking dope. The first two, anyway. Yeah. I mean, was there more than? Yeah, there was another one. It had Daryl Hannah playing Mortician oh, or Morticia. Was it wow. like in 2010 though, 2009 around uh, there? Where it, came out? it didn't seem like it was that long ago. Yeah, that's that's crazy. I never even heard of that. I don't think I've seen it, but, but I know. I mean, of but it. since you said it's like, it mustn't have been good. No, since now the first two were fucking dope, and obviously the fucking the the series, the yeah. show. Yeah. So, like, I was kind of iffy about it being animated, but I watched the trailer, and it looks funny. It looks fucking dope. Yeah, so, I mean, it was, a, like, when I watched it as, like, I mean, when I was a kid, they, they more played the monsters than them. Uh, it wasn't really out, and then later on, uh, other stuff was going on. I think the, the those movies were coming up. Yeah, like when, when Mimmo was a kid, there was only, like, three channels. Yeah. So, it was either you watched Added Family, Monsters, or, like, News. Oh, yeah, monsters, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, the Adams Family, like, I got I caught to them later because I didn't know about them. Uh, but yeah, it was it was they're pretty funny, um, cool little show, uh, and like I like the characters, you know, Fester, and then like how uh, on the old thing, like how uh, Christopher Lloyd. Oh yeah, and that's the thing, like to see this one doesn't it doesn't have Christopher Lloyd and shit, and you're like, oh man, he is Uncle Fester as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, but I mean, I'm sure they got some pretty good voice actors. Yeah. For it. Who, who was on the I oh, actually yeah, don't yeah. know who the voice you actors know, are. Know, I, 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 no, no, no. We looked earlier, and then one of the voice actors that I was like, I was, like, I was kind of joking with Paul, but I was like, oh, like, she's a hottie. You know, Charlize Theron. I was like, Charlize Theron, she's going to be the uh, Morticia. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I almost forgot, but I was like, oh, I just remembered. I completely forgot. Yeah. I completely forgot we looked that up. Yeah, who was the, who was the <laughs> one that you looked at? You were all happy. I don't about. remember. Goddamn paps. <laughs> <laughs> You're killing his brain. <laughs> it's already fucking me up. <laughs> I'm out there losing up brain hey, cells. Hey, so uh, Paps, if you're listening, you're doing your job. <laughs> so Pugsley Adams will be playing by uh, Finn Wolfhard from Stranger Things. Um, Wednesday Adams, Chloe Grace Moritz. Where do you know her from, Paul? Uh, let me in, fucking oh, Carrie. Oh, oh yeah, that is, she is from them, huh? Okay, mm-hmm. there we go. All right, I just, you know, I don't uh, know all Fucking... Uh, what was that? Uh, Dark Shadows? She was in Dark Shadows. Okay. Oh, I've seen that one. I've seen it like once. Uh, Charlize Theron, just like I mentioned. Yeah. <laughs> Can't forget her. She's the best one there. <laughs> <laughs> Showing you some love, Charlize Theron. Uh, Oscar Isaac Gomez Adams. Uh, where do you know him from, Paul? From fucking, uh, he was in Star Wars. Oh, uh, it was that. that uh, Ex that, Machina. That, uh, that TIE Fighter guy, huh? Yeah. All right, cool. 
uh, Conrad Vernon. He'll be playing Lurch. Doesn't ring a bell while no. he's shaking his head. No, no bells. No bells rung. Sorry, Conrad. You're, I'm sure you've been in a bunch of other stuff. <laughs> All right. And like I said, Bed Midler's grandmama. We know her from a bunch of stuff as well. Down and out in Beverly Hills. Ruthless people back in the 80s. Uh, Hocus Pocus. Of course. Oh, wait. Hocus Pocus. Uh, Nick Crawl is playing Uncle Fester. You know him from mm-hmm. stuff? Where you yeah, he did a lot of Comedy Central stuff, um, some voice acting stuff. He was on uh, The League. So, uh, yeah, Adam's family. What are you guys, uh, you looking forward to it, Paul? Yeah, I like mean, I said, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I, I mean, I mean, to I it. mean, it, it's it's creepy and it's kooky, mysterious and spooky. What's not to like about that? What's, yeah, what's not, well, you know, it's fucking Halloween, dude. Yeah, and it's, it's like a family one, so it's perfect for you. See, I, I like it because it kind of reminds me of, like, in the same planes, uh, planes as, um, Coraline and um, uh, fucking uh, Corpse Bride and Frankie and Weenie. Yeah. Like, it reminds me like an so, animation like that. And those yeah. are all like the creepy, spooky, darkish movies. Exactly. They, I yeah, love those so, movies. Like you said. Um, and then like Paranorman. Oh, I yeah, Paranorman too. Paranorman. Yeah, yeah. So I, I'm all for Hotel yeah, Transylvania, saying. all that kind of shit. And I like those movies. About, I don't care if you guys hate it or not, but uh, I like those movies. When, since you guys are mentioning uh, animation movies, I have to mention one myself, uh, which wasn't mentioned by you guys, Monster House. Yeah, that was good too. Oh, yeah, I like that, that a lot. One too. And there's another one I can't remember the name. It was it came on Netflix last year, I believe. El Super no, yeah, El <laughs> Super Bisto. <laughs> uh, it was on Netflix like last year, and it, it had to do with like these these gnomes fighting like these. It's called gnome. Like like, like alien creatures. Is it gnome? I think it's called gnomes. It I think be. it's called gnomes. Yeah. It could be. But I thought that one was real cool too. So yeah, I'm all for all those fucking. Me too. Like, like spooky Halloween type animated movies. Oh, and you forgot, and you were just watching one, um, uh, like a oh Halloween Igor, cup, yeah Igor, yeah we were watching Igor a little while ago. That, that was good. It's on Netflix now. Cool. Watch it. Yeah, I haven't watched that yet. And either, that's our so. our movie pick for everybody to watch. Igor, go watch it. <laughs> <laughs> Screw everything else. No, the, no, no. I Igor. say Corpse Bride. Corpse Bride is better. I love Corpse Bride. <laughs> you haven't seen Igor, so you can't say that it's better. I haven't seen Corpse Bride, but either. it is. It is. It actually <laughs> is better. On this next next little montage that's uh, brand new to this episode that uh, we kind of come up with and Paul went with and uh, said, let's go with it. Yeah, we're just fucking around right now on break. Yeah, and uh, (laughs) Paul said, yeah, let's do this. So this is going to be Name That Tune. Uh, And we're picking uh, one kind of like one that you might not know at all. We're like, what the hell is that from? They're all going to be like horror themes, right? Yeah, like horror, horror themes mo- for sure. From, yeah, from horror movies. Yeah, it's got to be a horror movie kind of thing. I was doing pretty good last night when we were fucking around with that. but And then, there, and then there's going to be one that's like, okay, this one's pretty easy that you should be able to guess. Um, so I guess I'm going first. I just I think we're see. both going to look stupid, Steve, because Mimo's picking him, so obviously he's not playing. <laughs> well, but you got some on yours, but you don't got snippets, huh? No. Okay, so I guess I'm the only one that I am your horror, your, uh, your Dean That Tune host. All right, so. Oh, I know that. You know that? That's fucking the loonies, dude. Got five on it. That's on us. There you go. Oh, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> I did not that, like that That version's uh, uh, like a remix, though. Yeah. So that's why I said it was going to be easy, but kind of hard because yeah. it's newer. Once you heard that little tune on there. Yeah. But it was with uh, with violin, so. Yes. Tell him there you go. I made that. I'm the composer. All right. Uh, this one should this should, should be kind of easy. 
this one's kind of like from a horror comedy. Okay. So let's see uh, which, if you guys get it. And Paul heard it yesterday, so let's see if he forgot. I probably did. <laughs> forgot dude hold on um i think i know what it is i want to say it's from a zombie comedy yes i know is what it, from it is Shaun of the dead what did you say Shaun of the dead there you go that's what i thought but i was gonna let you i was gonna let you get one <laughs> i love you paps <laughs> we, need to get, we need to get like a fucking buzzer if we're gonna keep doing this <laughs> one of those ones from like jeopardy <laughs> i hit it so what's the answer, Steve? Next. Next. Uh, next. <laughs> Let me get songs I don't know for 200, please. Uh. <laughs> what song is this? Next. Next. <laughs> like, pass. pass. All right. Uh, let me pick one more. And this one should be easy. If you guys are uh, John Carpenter fans, that's a big hint right there. Yes. Is this one of his horror movies? No. Okay. But it's one that I want to review at some point on on the podcast from the crypt. And and you said we could do uh, sci-fi. So it's it's sci-fi. I'm thinking it was like Escape from New York or something. Nope. Bink, you're gone. Damn. I'm fucking with it. It's not horror. You're gone? I could barely know what horror is. Well, is it, right. It's so, not the uh, thing, is it? So that, that was the last one that we'll do on this uh, No, we're going to do one more. Okay, we'll do one more. But uh, yeah, so you guys put, both can guess it. That is uh, from uh, They Live. Oh, oh, damn it, yes. Let me play it again, and then you guys are like... Yes, of course. Son of a bitch. <laughs> Steve's like, this is before my time. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that came, that song Roddy came out Piper of, who? <laughs> that song came out of my mixtape, y'all. <laughs> oh, baby, what? <laughs> okay, I got an easy, easy one. It's, um, it's, okay, I guess. See, when you say it like that, and then we don't get it, it, it makes, makes us look fucking stupid. <laughs> yes. Goddamn paps. <laughs> this one says the name of the fucking song right, in let, the words. Let, let me, no, there's no words in this, but you should, like, if, uh, if you guys watch this, so you would know it. So let me just play it, and let's see who's the fastest one to guess. George Lucas. <laughs> oh, oh, it's Is up, it Puppet it's Master? <sighs> nope. Eh, Paul's out. Again. I was about to fucking see Puppet Master too. Yeah. Oh, God damn it. It's not a movie. Oh, it's come not on. a movie? No, let, show. Me, let me play it again because you're still in it. I want to say. That sounds familiar. I want to say it's from the Adams family. No. <laughs> Sorry, folks. We have no winners. Consolation prize. You get another Paps. <laughs> Goddamn Paps. If you would have won, what do you win? Another Paps. Paps. Another Paps. <laughs> but you drink that one good. <laughs> yeah, so that one was from Dexter. Oh, oh God damn it. Shit. You let me play it again. Let no, you don't need to play it again. The, the, the intro. Yes. God damn it. God damn Paps. All right, so we'll, we'll do this again another time. Yeah. Next, next show. So did you guys have fun? Yeah, that was fucking cool. Fuck this, man. <laughs> Goddamn Paps. Did you get any of them right? I, I got the Shaun of the Dead one right. Yeah, you did. <laughs> and then I got the first one right. Yeah. So it's a tie. Tie. Yes. Next episode, there, there, we there, shall decide to win. Do we need a tiebreaker? There are no losers. You guys want to go with Let's the tiebreaker? Let's go with tiebreaker. All right. Let's see Adam's who's fastest on this one. 
<laughs> no, tell us from the crit, dude. God damn it! <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> Goddamn Paps. Goddamn Paps, man. He's Shit. slow again. <laughs> get All that, right. Get I that won. man another Paps. I won. So this means I won't win Will of Doom when we do it. Because I got my he, one. He's on a lucky streak. I'm God on a lucky streak it. for this game, but still on a losing streak you of Will of Doom. slower. I was right there. I was about to say Tales of the Crypt. I said, oh, Tales from the Crypt. I so said, I said one extra word. That's well, your said, fault, dude. I was like, <laughs> Well, I mean, uh, that was pretty easy because, I mean, we're named basically after that show. Pretty much. Who doesn't know that shit? (laughs) So there we go. Uh, I hope uh, everybody enjoyed our uh, game right there. Yeah, we'll give it like a name or something. Yeah, something cool because I kind of want to keep doing it. All right, cool. Ooh, Uh, sounds from the crypt. Ooh, I like that. Yes, themes from the crypt. Themes from the crypt. Ooh, that's kind of cool, too. Yeah, yeah. And we get to do it again for when we do the second episode. Sound, how about sound soundtracks from the crypt? Nah, things from the crypt. Yeah, <laughs> I like things from the crypt. Yeah. We told you we had living, breathing monstrosities. You laughed at them, shuddered at them, and yet, but for the accident of birth, you might be even as they are. Their code is a law unto themselves. Offend one, and you offend them all. All right, so uh, on to our movie reviews, and uh, we'll be going with uh, the Wheel of Doom winner from last episode. Yep, memo one. Woo-hoo! Of course. Ow! Freaks. So, yeah, I suggested this one. I was I always mentioned that to Paul like before when I was just a, uh, the fan listening to the show. I was like, yeah, you guys should do Freaks one day. So, uh, Paul, once again, he lost. Yeah. <laughs> again. Again. So uh, You guys should know it's like whatever ones you're going to pick is going to win. Yeah. <laughs> I might as well pick the ones you're going to pick. <laughs> Paul might as well just say, you know what? What are you going to pick? Okay, I'm picking that one too. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All three of us, that, you that, still that, somehow. That, that, I really should. That way, if I lose, I still I still win. <laughs> yeah, next time we do that and, you know, we have all three, <laughs> fucking, I'm just going to pick one of yours so at least I win too. <laughs> no, we can't do that. <laughs> yes, we can. If you right. say the 78 one and I say the 90s one, yeah, <laughs> yes. we can win somehow. All right, so with Freaks, uh, I don't know. I was mentioning this one before and why I like it, uh, different reasons. Uh, for me, one of the things was like it's uh, influential. Like there's uh, different things that it influenced that you see in other stuff. I, I remember seeing an episode of The Simpsons. I forgot exactly which one, but uh, there's a part where like it's kind of a freaky part, and then I don't know if they got some kind of glass or something. But uh, Lisa and maybe one of the other ones they're going. One of us, one of us. <laughs> we accept her. We, we accept her. Yeah, yes, but, but but yeah, that's that's from Freaks. Yeah. So the the you know the Simpsons has like a big history of taking. Oh, from do they things. reference fucking everything? Yeah, and it's like, where is that from? And, and they and, predict the future. <laughs> they do they that really as well. Do. Yeah, that could be a whole other episode on its own. Yep. Yeah. So uh, with that one, that that influenced that, and of course, uh, I I, en- I enjoyed. Uh, American Horror Story uh, Freak Show. Yes, that was that one of my, that was one of my favorites ones right there. Um, I mean, I like them all, but that was one of my favorites, especially, like I said, after watching Freaks and then seeing this, I like how uh, they expanded upon it. I mean, it still has the influence of them where there's a lot of stuff from that movie that, that you know, comes across with it. But there's also some other stuff that, you know, wasn't in the movie that you get to see as well. Still haven't seen American Horror Story. 
None of them? No. Wow. I said the first season. The first season, that's it. Oh, okay. Well, at least you've seen something. Yeah. I liked it. God damn it. God damn it. Well, you got something to look forward to because they're really good. Um, yeah. So, like I said, I mean, I'm sure there's other stuff where that uh, it influences. Uh, I use that saying <laughs> sometimes with, with, with people. I'm like, one of us. One of us. <laughs> they probably look and they look at me all weird. They don't know where it's you from. You say that to the new hires at work? I do. <laughs> <laughs> we right. accept you. We, we accept, accept you. You know that they <laughs> the did. Fuck? That you could know, be Walmart's champ. You know, oh, you know uh, uh, Paul did a uh, a ceremony when I first got here. He he poured some kind of weird concoction, <laughs> and then he was like, "Yeah, we all drank it." Yeah, which was, was just me. He just was there. He, <laughs> he was all like, "Because guess like, what? Steve didn't show up." He was like, "A loving <laughs> cup. A loving cup." Yes. <laughs> Google gobble, Google gobble. <laughs> yeah, so I mean there's a ton of stuff that that we enjoyed. Uh one I mean it's an older movie. Yeah, it was it was, uh, it was 32 31 34, or 32? 34. 34? Yeah. Yeah, so I mean this was directed by, by Todd Browning, the same director that did uh the iconic Dracula with Bela Lugosi. Uh so this one was done afterwards. And I mean uh another thing that was cool that's uh, part of it is that the actors that he had on it uh the ones that were playing the freaks they except for um i think just like maybe one Cleo. they were all they were all paid played by uh actual people that were you know considered freaks back in the yeah, day disabled circus people. Freaks. so i mean uh there was different ones they had like a half a half man that like he just had half of his torso, which was the upper part of his torso. It'd be weird if it was just the lower part. <laughs> <laughs> just two oh, legs walk with the head. <laughs> oh yeah. No, I'm. Uh, I was really glad that you put this up because I I've heard of it obviously, but I've never seen it. The the first time that I heard about it, and that's how I found out like okay, it's got even more influence. And that's I think I watched it after seeing this reference was uh, with the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Uh, it's one of their videos. Uh, it's called Soul to Squeeze. Back in the time, back yeah. when, like, the, the Coneheads movie came out at first. So, uh, yeah, you watch it and you see a lot of influence on it. And then, like, with the uh, behind-the-scenes stuff where they're talking about it, it's uh, done in black and white, circus stuff going on on it. So it's got, yeah, they said that they wanted it with that influence of freaks. And I was like, okay, what's this? And uh, I think I was going through a, a, a place where I had sold a bunch of different movies. where it had, like, a ton of different stuff and off-the-wall things, uh, which I don't think that place is around anymore where I bought it from. Uh, Suncoast. Oh yeah. Oh man, I lived at Suncoast, dude. Yeah. The only thing was like the the, the movies were kind of pricey there. Yeah, but, they were. Uh, but they were hard to find stuff, so that's where I got mine from. Uh, and yeah, you know, it's cool because you could, you know, you watch it, and then plus there's uh, the special features where you get to hear commentary. Nice. And you get to hear like, uh, you know, what happened. Was anybody alive to do commentary? Uh, <laughs> well, that's it. No, I think it was just like a film historian. Talking oh, okay. About it. Yeah, probably. Yeah, so it's cool. I mean, I always like commentary, talking about too. it, learning more about it. I'm one of those uh, movie watchers that, well, horror movie watchers that like to see the commentaries after the movie. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I like to see commentary and then the making of. Yeah. See, like, uh, like if it's got like uh, the I like special to, makeup effects. I like to watch like, a commentary like on a movie I've never seen before. <laughs> <laughs> no, he he puts he just turn he just uh, does other stuff and he just has the sound on with no picture. Yeah, I just listen to you know what the guy was, how he felt when he made the movie. And then I get the gist. Yeah, like, oh, okay. All right, then, man. Yeah, you liked it. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Paul goes here, 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 like, yeah, I um, I listened to the commentary. Uh, but, yeah, I don't have no idea what happened in the movie. Yeah, I didn't watch it. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, yeah, like I said, I, I, I'm i glad that you put this up because it was fucking dope. 
And I'm glad you guys told me about it too. Yeah, I'm like, I'd never seen it before. I've heard of it like a long time ago, like even probably before you even heard of it. Yeah, uh, but I never got around to watching it. Yeah, because I like I'm into like if it's I don't care if it's an older movie, uh, but it's just you know sometimes it's because of like the time period that's made as well. Yeah, that that, it, like that, I said before, for me it's kind of hard to to watch a lot of those movies. Like Nosferatu. Um, yeah, well, yeah, that shit's silent. I don't know if I can sit there through a silent, but I want to. Because it's Nosferatu, but uh, even the ones that aren't silent, it's just th- their whole acting style and everything was a lot different than yeah. modern time, and it doesn't click for me very well. But this movie kind of did. Like it wasn't they they, they did have kind of like that feel, the old timey acting, mm-hmm. but it wasn't that bad. Like it was actually some good acting in it. It was yeah. great acting, I could say. I, yeah. I love that acting in all of them. Yeah. So like people sometimes they see that it's a horror movie, and then back in that day. They're thinking like, oh, it's not going to be very good. And then they get, they actually do watch it and say, oh, well, this is a good movie, yeah. even if it isn't a horror movie. Yeah. And, well, I mean, I, I I imagine it's hard for people to go back to those old ones because, you know, horror is a lot different to, now than it was then. You know, yeah. shit that scared oh, yeah. people back in the 30s, you know, that's our our kids kind of movies now and shit. Yeah, that's true. But, you know, you know what I say about the acting on it? I feel like I like the acting so much in it because... It's gonna sound very. Um, it's gonna. It's not gonna mix well what I say, but it's gonna be like the actors weren't acting. You know what I'm saying? It was they. They were hired to be the actors, but this is the daily life they were going through anyway. So yeah, so they like most just, of them, like this is what they did anyway. So, yeah. So anyways, in the movie, it was basically another day in the carnival. Yeah. So that's know, why I, I think that the acting was amazing. Like, it was phenomenal. It yeah, was I believable. looked up. I looked up a lot of the characters, and and like I said, most of them in carnivals they were, were yeah, yeah. Were already doing like vaudeville and and some some freak shows and side shows too. So they already fucking they're just ba- basically being themselves. Yeah. I feel like it captured to me the movie captured a lot of. What really goes on in a carnival type shit? Because mm-hmm. they, a lot of carnies, that's what they're called, carnies, yeah. are really a family. They are really a family because, you know, the world doesn't accept, you know, shit. It's like the goth kids and the emo kids and all that type of yeah. shit when they get together. The carnies get together, but this is like a real life family. So it's basically you fuck with one of us, you're basically fucking with all of us now. Even though a lot of crucial dark shit would go down in carnivals, but the gist of it is they, they were always a family. That's why I like the movie because it was like, it showed the darker side of shit that could happen in there. Yeah. Uh, characters, fucking amazing characters. Um, there's this one called the living torso. Literally just a torso and a head. Mm-hmm. No arms, no legs. And there's a scene right there where he lights a fucking cigarette. Yeah, I was like, I was so intrigued with that. <laughs> I was like, this is the best thing I have ever seen. Because it was not like cut, and, cut away and now let's uh, add our shit. Like he has a lit cigarette. Now, no, he literally lit that shit with the matches I think it was a joint or a cigarette. I don't know. It was a cigarette. Oh, well, he fucking lit that shit like nothing. And then yeah, he, he just blew that shit down. out. Yeah. Now, now, the thing about it was after I watch, I, we watch him do all that, he actually says some shit to the other character. And I couldn't understand the goddamn word he said. So he I was, was like, oh, man. like, goddamn peps. <laughs> He's like, He's fucking peps. But it was, that shit was, itself, it was so genuine. And like, it wasn't like no snip away. Let's add this in now. Now let's go back to the film. It was just him doing it and that was it. Yeah. And it's like, it's kind of, I, I got to, I got lucky and Paul said that he wished he would have gotten to go, but um, I was lucky enough to actually go to that Venice Freak show when it was uh, still open. Yeah. I would have wanted to go so to that, it was, So it was a really cool show because it had that feel of all that stuff. Like, and then that, even like when you watch the show, um, the guy that owns it, Todd Ray, 
uh, he would talk about it that he wanted to get that that feel like of that yeah. old time, and, and then he's. Like, I've seen like documentaries and certain uh, like TV shows and shit that that had uh, uh, scenes and shit to go over there and uh, talk with the guys and all that. Yeah, so I just I'm, haven't actually been there. Yeah, so what was cool, like apart, you know, I'm not gonna say like everything that happened on the show, but what's cool about it is it's they, they you know, they talk and it's like they you actually like get to see them as a you know, you know, an equal like a human. I'm human. I'm a human being as yeah. well. You know, it's just that you know I was born different, or they do different things. There might you know like they got the sword swallowers as well, uh, which is you know like not everybody can do that. You have to learn. Um, but not, you know, like I said, not yeah, every, even if you try to learn, you might not be able to do it anyway. Yeah. You fucking kill yourself. Basically, yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah. And it's so, it could, you know, it's dangerous. Oh, uh, then you had the chicken lady too. Oh yeah. Yeah. On, on, yeah, on the, on the, on the, uh, actually on the movie. Yeah. She, and it was, it was cool because. On, on that one, that's the one I was telling Paul with that she was not actually a freak. Yeah. That she was an actual, she's just, uh, just like a regular person. Just, she had some, uh, you know, kind of weird features. Like her face, like it's kind of like a big, kind of bony nose. But back then, they can't consider you a freak if you look different. Yeah, exactly. From the human norms. No, but but she she did her hair like a certain way, so she yeah. looks more freaky. Um, so it's just she was just like a regular woman, but she just changed herself up just to look a little bit freakier. But it was cool um, though. It was, yeah, it was really it was nice cool. about that. Yeah, yeah, and then especially when she put on that that uh, that bird outfit, yeah, and dancing. When around she was dancing on the table. Yeah, that's like with uh, uh and it, it looked like the uh, the one from American Horror Story. Oh yeah, Meep. Yeah, yeah, it looked just like Meep. I was like, oh shit. So that's where I, I got the influence. That. Yeah, but um, what I was gonna say is uh, like with her, like being just. You know, not considered the the quote unquote freak. She was the norm. Yeah, yeah, um it reminds me of like an American Horror Story freak show. Pepper, mm-hmm. she she was a pinhead on that, but she's not really like that. Like she was actually a model and shit. Yeah, they but, just made her look up like that, and yeah. like they did a real good job. I was like, holy fuck! And she played an amazing character, right? Yeah, and she. Came I, I think I, I think I seen her. I don't know. I think I've seen. Well, she some wasn't parts in the it. first seri- se- season. No, so no, no. no, no you I, didn't see her because I. Uh, <laughs> she was on the second one though. Uh, yeah, she was. Well, I've seen her in. The, I've seen the show through other when pe- other people watch it in the living room, and I'll live with my my roommates, and they would have American Horror yeah. Story playing. So I, I I remember the freaks. So there's a clown that has a fucking fucked up smile in there. Mm-hmm. Then they have the strong man, the bearded lady too, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I remember seeing. That's why I said like once I saw this, it kind of reminded me of. Even though I haven't seen American Horror Story, but I remember that part of the the pinheads, and I'm like, it looks exactly like her. Yeah, it looks like, just freak like show her. Took dude. a lot from, from but they look like almost dead at dead on. Like the, those uh, actors came back into American Horror Story. Yeah. Now. So I thought that was cool. Um, the character development, like I said, there's not really character development. They're not, already not developed much, into no. this. They're they're just. Yeah, their characters. I mean, I mean, just a few. I mean, like with the pinheads, they can only do so much because yeah. they're you know. Uh, just... the 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 main cast, like the ones that the story really revolved around. You got you got more character development with them, but really all all that you needed to. I didn't feel like uh like I was missing out on anything yeah. when it came to that. You could have like fell asleep, woke up, and you kind of could get the gist of what's yeah. And right. and the thing about it is too is is the the cut that we we can watch the only one in existence is only an hour long it's supposed the, to be 130 yeah the original cut was an hour and a half so you had a whole another half an hour of shit that they had to cut because they felt it was just too much for the audience at the time i feel like well me and Memo were talking about it too cuz uh, when i first came here we were talking about freaks and memo was bringing up to my attention that he thinks that the strong man was supposed to get castrated in the movie that's what I heard. I think yeah. I might have saw that on uh, or listened to it on the, uh, that, like how I said, the commentary with the historian, uh, that they do castrate them so they, you know. 
He wouldn't do nothing they, else. They cut that off. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, obviously, like, today's standards, no, it would and, be nothing. And I, be wish that, I wish that that cut was still around so yeah. we could watch it. But Yeah, so one other thing that, since I mentioned about them cutting that, you know, castrating them, is afterwards, you know, how they show uh, Cleopatra and then how she ends up. Yeah. Well, he ends up where I think they have him, like, singing, but, like, in a high, high voice. High-pitched voice. Oh, yeah. Okay. Dope. <laughs> it would be funny. Dope, yeah. I mean, but it doesn't exist anymore. No. That, that and uh, like uh, me and Mimo were saying earlier that, you know, in that, that cut footage, there's probably a good portion of it that showed how they did that to Cleopatra. And Cleopatra was like the the sort of the villain in the movie. Yeah. And she, she, she gets her fucking comeuppance at yeah. the end. To me, like I said, freaks. I came came over to, to the podcast and then I, I immediately saw them. And I said, I fucking love freaks. It's one of those movies that... Okay, yeah, it's black and white. It's 1930s. You're like, wow, what good is this movie going to be? But once you get into it, the how the characters act, the feelings of it, you kind of get developed with it. Yeah. You start seeing, like, I don't think it was horror. I really don't. Yeah, to people it was horror because it of the It had freaks. some horror elements, for, I guess. But yeah, the freaks, yeah. Yeah, back in the 30s, yeah. it was full-on horror because, you know, they're not used to that kind of shit. But when I saw it, it was more of, like, the shit that's going on when you had the... Shit happening, everybody was talking about it. You see how united everybody is. You had some sad parts in it, but you didn't have nothing like jump scares. You didn't have like something looking so grotesque. You're like, oh my God, this is scary. It was more For like, today's yeah. standards, but you got to think back then, they oh, were yeah. all considered grotesque and didn't, people didn't want to see that. I feel bad for them. Yeah, I know. I, I really felt bad for yeah. that shit. Um, yeah, well, like when uh, Paul, like we were talking about it a little bit uh, yesterday, uh, me and Paul, and one thing that Paul brought up too was that he was a, uh, when he was looking at the uh, the ladies that play the Siamese twins, he was trying to figure out if that was actually real Siamese twins. And I go, yeah, they were. They were. Yeah, yeah. They were and, joined uh, from the hips. Well, it was just like I'm watching them and, and you know, like where they're joined, uh, it easily could have been faked. So I was just like, I wonder if they are. But then they started walking and you can see how they're moving with each other. And I'm like, oh, definitely. They, they really yeah. are because they look like they've been stuck like that for fucking their whole life. Yeah. That was cool, though, that they had them on there. And they just... It's crazy because they're considered freaks because they're conjoined. Yeah. But just they acted as normal as anybody else. Yeah. Everybody was. I'm yeah. Like, yeah and they were, they were, it it was, was a different time, too, the you know? The, yeah. the pinheads were different. But even then, I mean. Even the. Even the um, well, the, with the pinheads, like I said, they were, they, were, they were different because they were born that way, but they were also, like, you know, yeah. they, they challenged. They, you know, to like, their standards, they, they were special needs kids. Yeah, Let's exactly. That and that's, that's all that anybody, you know, it's a lot different today. We, know, we recognize these things as. as uh, um, like, uh, you know, disorders or, con- or Mental, conditions yeah, or even diseases, you know, back then they thought it was just something was wrong with them. And they were monsters. That was, yeah. They were monsters. But, um, let's kind of get into a little bit of the plot, like not a scene for scene thing, but we'll tell you a little bit of the plot. All right. Uh, we'll get into it and then we'll keep talking about what we like. Yeah. Uh, so basically the plot is, uh, there's a, a, a little man, uh, Back in the days, you know, we called them midgets, uh, which is name, his name is Hans. So with that, with that one, uh, he's he's right there and he's admiring uh, Cleopatra, which was uh, a lady that she would uh, was a trapeze artist. She was the beautiful woman. The beautiful in the woman. Shows, yeah. yeah. So she's a regular. She's a you know circus performer, but she's like a regular performer. But she has you know she has talent to be on the trapeze. Uh, so she's doing that and he's admiring her and then. Uh, Hans's fiance is next to him, and she sees him like watching her, gets jealous, 
but he's like, oh, it's nothing. If I was like, I only, he's like, I only got eyes for you, but he really is kind of lusting after this this uh, regular sized woman. It's kind of it's just basically on him and and her is kind of where it kind of revolves most of the story. But there's other characters that do come onto it. Like with uh, with that, it eventually goes where uh, Hans uh, kind of gets tricked. Well, he does get tricked by her because she like sees that he kind of is like look got an eye on her, and then uh, she plays along with it. And she strings him along enough where later on she finds out that he comes into some money uh, because he, he keeps giving her gifts. And they're wondering, where is this money coming from? And they find out, like, because uh, uh, Hans's old fiance tells uh, Cleopatra, like, hey, you know what? I didn't think he would tell you, but, you know, I guess you, already, you know, that he told you was that he's got, you know, like, he's, you know, well off. Yeah, he's sitting on a lump sum. So uh, she's like, so she didn't know about it. So, like, oh, so the, the dastardly plan that she, you know, she hears it from her. So she knows, hey, you know, he's got money. I'm going to marry him. And he's going to come into a, and then the strong man is also there, which Cleopatra was uh, fooling around with uh, during that time. Yeah, so they're in their their wa- their their wagon that they use in the circus where they have all their their stuff like their bedding and their belongings. everything. Yeah. So uh, she's in there and she was fooling around with the strong man, but he went to go hide while uh, Hans's ex fiance is uh, talking to her. So they both hear about it and then they conspire uh, to uh, you know they're gonna get married and then they're gonna poison him. So things things lead up to where they're having a uh, a party. And she gets Hans to keep drinking, but she poured poison into the drink that he has. It was wine. Yeah. So uh, he's, uh, you know, drinking but getting woozy, and she keeps making him drink more. Uh, So they're at their wedding party. Uh, You know, she's getting Hans uh, drunk but poisoned at the same time. And uh, so afterwards, they, you know, they celebrate. They pass that loving cup, and we'll get back to that because that's one of the favorite scenes that we like. But uh, since we're just on the plot, we're going to skip ahead. So next thing, Hans is all sick. He's on the bed. But uh, Cleopatra, she actually uh, got a doctor for him. So the doctor, you know, says that, yeah, you got, you know, that he got poisoned. And, uh, you know, all the people around, all his friends, like, you know, some of the freaks, one of them's out by the window, one of the the small guys. It was the half man. Yeah. So uh, they're, they're, wa- they're watching this, you know, the stuff go, seeing what's going on. And, uh, you know, they're figuring, like, hey, something's, something's amok, you know, something's going on. So, you know, later on, skipping ahead, uh, they find out that uh, she has a vial and she's been slipping. When she's giving him medicine, she's still poisoning him. So they can, you know, like, they find out they, it's somewhere. You don't see it when it happens, but you, you notice with the storyline going that uh, they inform Hans because she, gets, she slips him the medicine and he gets it, but he spits it out into a, a rag. Like a, a rag. And, uh, when, you know, when her back is turned. So later on, they, they kind of like talk to each other, like, okay, now's the time. So they're, they're like, okay, they're, cause they, they mentioned before, they're like, oh, she, she doesn't want to mess with us. If, you know, if she knows what's good for her, like, you know, so we are kind of wondering, Hey, what are they talking about? Then, uh, they conspire that they're going to do something about that and get revenge. It was a scare, scare tactic type stuff. Mm-hmm. So, uh. Later on, she's trying to. At one point, uh, they, you know, they. She tries to give him another dose of the medicine, but they're there, like visiting him, and then she tries to tell him, like, "Oh, you know, your friends could leave now," and he's like, "No, I like them being here." And she tries to shoo him off, but they're not going. And uh, my favorite scenes right here. Yeah. So then, uh, when when she don't, she's like, uh, 
she she's like, no, you know, you got to take your medicine, blah, blah, blah. But then Hans is like, well, he's like, give me that uh, that other vial that you got over there. And uh, she she's like, okay, the, she knows that the jig is up, that they all know about it. And uh, so she ends up giving him the thing. And she's like, you know, afterwards, she's like kind of like terrified because like they, they, there's one of them like he's sitting on the bed like it's a, 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 a you know, what would, what do you call him? All right, so he's sitting on a stool on the side by the bed. Yeah, and the he, guy, he brandishes the, a pocket the, knife. Yeah, he's and all was pulling cool. it out, and he's all he's all like <laughs> wiping it down. No, because he even breathes on it. Yeah, he's he all cleans, <sighs> like you clean the CD. He's all shining it up. And then and then the, the other half guy, man, the half man. Yeah, he pulls out a gun from his then, stump. Yeah, <laughs> from his stump. Yes. And then he brings out his handkerchief and starts, and starts wiping his gun down. I that was, like, was the best like scene. Right it was there. a great scene right there. I love that shit. I, I got scared for him. Like, because it's, it's like you see that it's like, ah, oh, shit. <laughs> you yeah. Know? And uh, yeah, so afterwards, like she she knows the jig is up. She she starts uh, run running for it, and uh, they all go after her as far as the guys that were in there. Uh, and then there's another scene, like I said, there was uh, the strong man. With the strong man, there was uh, other characters that come up, which we'll discuss, uh, you know, after we go through the plot. He was a clown of the carnival. But yeah, there's a, there's a, there's a, the strong man used to be with another girl, but he done, you know, he dumped her. She ends up getting with a guy that's named Frozo, which is a, a clown, a clown in, the in the carnival. Um, with that one, he throws, he tries to go over to kill her because he, he thinks that she knows too much because it seemed like she, you know, she was like that there's something going on. So he breaks into her area, into her trailer, and uh, kicks it down. Frozo tries to stop him. And then uh, later on, what, the freaks come out and... The freaks come out at night. The freaks come out at night. Yeah, so they, they come over. They, you know, like, they, they, you know, the guy's fighting with the strong man struggling. And then the other freaks go over. They, they all chase him around. So it's kind of like they, they go after the strong man, but there's also the ones you see... Uh, Cleopatra, like, uh, I mean, it's kind of like a little montage. They see You see her running through the darkness through a bunch of trees, like kind of like into a forest almost. So it's like she's running for her life, kind of like, uh, like when you see the beginning of uh, Snow White, mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. you see her running through a forest. It's kind of like that, but then the freaks are right in back, uh, and then you see like the half man walking on his hands after her. So it's like, oh, crap. <laughs> like, it's just crazy. You just see them in back. And... Uh, then it kind of cuts, and it's kind of left to your. It's it's basically left to your imagination what happened to them. Yeah, I thought, but, I thought but, it was phenomenal. But it's enough where you. I mean, you you see what how Cleopatra ends up, and just by that, I mean, with all of it, with your imagination, it's enough to know what happened. You know, just watch the movie if you haven't seen it. If you have, then you know exactly what we're talking about. Yeah, um, and like I said, I don't want to mention exactly what happens to Cleopatra, but you'll see what happens yeah. to her. So, like we were mentioning to some of the other characters, uh, the, there's this girl, Venus. Um, she was just working a part, uh, a part of the, the circus, so she's kind of like the, the quote-unquote normal kind of girl. But um, she seemed like she was friends with all of the, the sideshow people, too. And she was actually the one that was dating the strong guy, and he kicked her to the curb and shit. Well, she ends up like just getting her shit and leaving, and then stops to talk to Frozo, which is the, the clown... And kind of like just gets in his shit and gets all pissed off at him, and it was it was a little weird because he's sitting there listening to her, and he's like, Mm-mm-mm. and then she walks away and goes into the, the, after, the other after insulting him. Yeah, after insulting him, talking all kinds of shit, she gets to to the other like uh, wagon and shit, and then it's like a, almost five minutes of him standing there. Hey, wait a minute, 
what the fuck? And then he finally goes in there and tells her basically, like, you can't talk to me like that. It was but it's funny. like he stood there and like took it the whole time and then realized, wait a minute, she was talking shit about me. And she's like, oh, I wasn't talking about you just basically in general because she was pissed off she about what happened. She just had to blow out some steam. Exactly. Yeah, she, she even said that she had to take it on somebody. Yeah. So, um, like, who do you think you are talking to me like that? You know, at first, I didn't think that the Frozo character w- was going to be anything like really. a big part of it. Yeah, because he was. Yeah, he was one of the major fucking characters. Yeah, and and was and he, he was like how you said with her, he was kind of like okay with everybody, and so was he with the with the regular. Yeah, because he was just a, cl- a clown, mm-hmm. you know, part of the circus. What I really did admire the whole movie with the pinheads, they showed this genuine article of emotions in themselves. They were like. Playing their part, but they didn't look like they knew what they were playing the part of. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying they were stupid or anything, but I feel like it felt so natural to them. They were like, oh, we see this shit all the time in the carnivals. So, like, okay, why? They're like, read this line. We don't need to read this line. Oh, what yeah. you said well, right I there, mean, I'm doing it. That's kind of why they didn't have them talk very much either, too. So they didn't have to learn these lines and shit. And you never know. They could have just been ad-libbing and shit anyway. But, it, like, it was cool because it was, like, a natural flow to the yeah. movie. So they're... they're they're my favorite characters just because, like, they, it was like they were in the, they were their own comfortable environment of acting as themselves. Mm-hmm. It wasn't this portrayed shit that most people that are artists and fucking actors and shit go through. To them, it was just like another fucking day. Yeah, okay, it was basically this. like if you're focusing your attention on their them and their characters, it's like you weren't even watching a movie. You're just exactly. watching a, a, a snippet out of their actual like lives. a TV special of of, yeah. of carnival people and. They were generally nice people, dude. Like, you see them in the fucking film. Like, they were very lovable. They were very calm. They were very down-to-earth type shit. Another character I really did like um, was the Living Torso. And there was um, this dude that was literally no arms, no legs. And the scene he did, fucking phenomenal. He was on top of a crate. And he has a self-rolled cigarette so maybe he fucking wrote yeah you guys mentioned no that. yeah but I'm, I'm saying it because it's my part right now well i'm saying like it was one of my favorite parts just because like it showed how he he lit the cigarette by himself with some matches and it was fucking it was cool and he like paul said again he took some shit but yeah he didn't, didn't even know understand. what the fuck did he you, said did you get what he said what after he lit his cigarette after he lit his cigarette yeah no, no. he said something to no. i think it was frozo no no uh yeah what it, it was kind of you know it was mumbled intelligible yeah but, like, he does that, so that's another one of my favorite characters just because it was, like, you can't cut and stick that shit out. It was just him doing that shit, mm-hmm. and who knows how much skills that shit takes, bro. Because if I try to do that shit, I'll probably fucking kill myself. I assume that he was born like that, so it's, like, yeah, well, of it's course, second yeah, yeah. nature to him. Then you have the half-man. He was cool, too. The way he would fucking run on his arm yeah, was fucking holy crazy. shit, dude. He was fucking fast, too. And, and it, you know, even though, like, the name of the movie's Freaks, it's, it's just freaky seeing him move that way. It is a little bit. Cotton. Honestly, that yeah, that shit. It reminded me of a, a few zombie movies yes, that I've yes, seen, yes, and they've yes, actually yes. used actors Even like in, that in The Walking Dead too. Yeah, remember that? Like some, they just use you know disabled actors. Some and, of the living, uh, Nightmare of the uh, Nightmare of the, uh, Nightmare God of the Living Paps. Nightmare God of the Living Paps got me fucking up my movies. <laughs> well, like on, on the remake of Donna the Dead, they had that too. Where yeah, the one was coming from the top. Yeah, yeah that's was, exactly. And that was cool because he had his like little body parts hanging out. He was just cooking, crawling on that. Yeah. So I thought it was cool. That they actually put all these actors in here, and they were disabled from the beginning, I guess. Yet, when I see the movie, because I know back then it was a different standard for horror. But when I see the movie, it was more of, that's fucking cool, man. Because they're, they're using their natural talents, the only talents they have. And they're putting it in the movie that you would think you have to learn all this shit. And you, even if you try to learn this, 
You can't. Yeah. But these people got it so locked down. They look like they were just enjoying the time of being the actors in there that people are not going to look at them as freaks. Well, fucking, they went completely different because no one wanted to see it because they were scared. But nowadays. Yeah, nowadays. We're we like, watched that shit. We and that shit like, that was that fucking shit. dope, dude. It's fucking amazing. Yeah. But that's that's my side of it with the characters because no, they all all, the, all the actors did a really good job. You know, most of them didn't have very many lines or, yeah. or anything, but you know what what they did have was fucking top notch. I thought the characters were fucking amazing themselves, and I really enjoyed the movie the full way. It was a great ride because I'd never seen it. Then, like we said, it was only an hour long. A lot of shit got cut out because it was too. Yeah, I really wish that we could people, we, yeah. that we could see that full extended or not extended, but the original cut. Mm-hmm. But. Uh, uh, I've heard that it's fucking lost in time and it doesn't exist anymore. We will find it one day. Yeah. Yes, believe this, we will. Before I die is my mission. Yes. Let's go start digging. We'll find it. <laughs> in a garbage can from the 1930s. Yes. There's a garbage can that's labeled 1930s. 1930s. <laughs> <laughs> fucking cut footage of movies. Like, oh shit, this movie was dark. It was a happy movie. <laughs> I'm like, how did no one find this before? I mean, it's right there. <laughs> it's labeled. <laughs> Hiding in plain sight. <laughs> what about you, Memo? This was uh, this was your Will of Doom pick. Yeah, I mean, the only thing is, I guess I'm going to continue uh, just talking about some of the freaks. Yeah. Uh, with uh, with that, I mean, I got to sit, you know, my hat's off to them. Uh, like uh, Steve mentioned, like with the pinheads, it's like how we said, like, uh, they just were themselves. They didn't have to do anything, like, they didn't have to push them into doing anything that they didn't know how to do. Uh, and they did come out, like, where they were just, you know... Uh, innocent, mm-hmm. you know. So I mean, that they just were innocent, had a good heart. Uh, but you just kind of just see them playing along, which is probably what the, you know they would do. Yeah. Uh, with Slitzy, I think he was more the more famous one. He was the one that would have the you know a little bit vocal. Yeah, a little more lines than the other ones. Yeah, did. and that one's kind of like the one that they got the influence with. Uh, how you said you mentioned Pepper. Yeah, Pepper. They got they got the look from uh, Slitzy right there. Uh, and Slitzy was a boy. Yes. Yes. And that's in the a, movie, no, but in real life, he was a, a guy. Yeah. Yeah. So he, you know, he was kind of like the more famous one of, of them. Yeah. The thing about that is, like, uh, even though like they they had uh, things that they were born with that you know, like with us, we kind of we wouldn't know if what we to could, do, what to do, or, or deal with it. But with them, they just like overcome a lot of obstacles. Yeah. So I mean, when you see it, it's kind of like it's like I said when I saw the freak show show in uh, Venice. I mean, they, it might be different people, but. They overcome a lot of stuff, and you know, just like you know, they're they're born and they're human, just like you and me. They have feelings, just like you know, everybody else. Uh, but they they're just they're kind of incredible in a way as well, too. And I bond you guys, bro, because you guys do shit that we can never fucking do. They yeah, probably never do. Yeah. So I mean, just like like I said, by watching the getting to watch and act the actual freak show in Venice, it was cool because that's what you leave with was like, even though you know, there's people and there's differences, but you know, like every you know. They feel things like if someone looks like when we went over there, like one of the last guys that we saw was like, uh, I think uh, the guy was called uh, the Bubble Boy because he had like a bunch of the, you know, like um, the, you know, on his skin. He had like a bunch of like, oh, all, like cysts or something. Yeah, like all around, all yeah. over the place. And, you know, he talked about like just going through life, like uh, just going to the supermarket. And uh, when you go, you know, go over and then like he like touches something. And then, like, someone else is going by. They don't want to be near him, and then they, they don't want to touch what he touched. They think they're going to get the same thing, which mm-hmm. that's not going to happen. Yeah, so it's like, I mean, the more you know, like, when he was just talking, it's like kind of, it was very informative as well. And you just hear, you know, you feel the heart in the guy. Yeah. You know, so that was just a, a great part of the show because it's like you see the, 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 
crazy, you know, the special things that they can do. And then, like, the way he is, it's, like, you know, very courageous to, like, he took off his his shirt and you just see it all over. Uh, I mean, like, I mean, with, like, a lot of people, it's, like, you're just, you can be scared just to take off your shirt if you're fat. Yeah. I'm you not going to do it. <laughs> I would. The fuck? You know, so, so uh, you know, like, we got the body imaging thing, but, like, with him, it's, like, it was part of the show. And, and it's just, you know, very commendable. And, you know, we're all, like, clapping because it was just... Uh, he had a lot of uh, stuff to say, like just the, you know, like I said, that everyday life stuff, and then what he goes through, and then just how he's overcoming a lot of stuff, and he feels like he's family, you know, on that freak show right there. So it was really cool. Yeah, and like that—that's what you got. Like we had mentioned before, like they, when you're watching the movie, they feel like they're a big family. They're looking out for each other, and that's and ultimately that's, what happens. You yeah, know? and that's kind of what it was based on, where they yeah. got that revenge because they were like, hey, you don't, she doesn't want to mess with us, and. And it's like that dastardly stuff, you know, yep. the dastardly side come out where, hey, they mess with, with them, they try to kill them, and they got their revenge. And, you know, they made the strong man and Cleopatra, uh, you know, freaks at the end. Yep. Because uh, Cleopatra, like I said, oh. we, we didn't mention the, one of the favorite parts that came up that uh, I don't know if we all liked it, but I liked it where they were having the wedding party. And uh, they're on top of the table, they're pouring a big glass of wine, and they're just kind of mixing up a bunch of alcohols there. And uh, they're, you know, they're, they're saying, oh, we're going to make her one of us. Yeah. So, like, uh, they're, la- you know, the, like, Hercules is laughing and Cleopatra is, but she's not hearing what he's saying. And then they're like, ah, he's like, Hercules is like, yeah, they're going to make you one of them. And she's like, she, she hears it from him and she gets, like, all mad. And uh, they're like, they're, they're just celebrating. Uh, so they're like, yeah, let's make her one of us. So they pour it and then they're, like, kind of, like, excited and happy. And going around drinking, drinking from the uh, big glass. Everybody's drinking, so they and that's what the big thing. They're going gobble 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 yeah. gobble. One of us, one of us. And she's just fucking livid, dude. She's so offended by what's going on. Oh, she was. Yeah. So they get to her, and she she knocks the glass into the guy that was uh, giving her the uh, the wine. Yeah. So uh, he gets <laughs> he gets uh, the stuff splash, so they know that hey, you know, she's not with it. She ain't with that shit. No, when. They put um the dude on the shoulders, bro. Like you see, you see the fucking pain in his face. Puts his hands on his face and just looks down. I like, can't see anybody no more. Like yeah, that's that's that's, uh, that, that's Hans. Yeah, he's Hans. embarrassed. Yeah, Hans was fucking wedding. like if you were that he thought small, he, was, he thought he was marrying the dude, woman of his dreams. Dude, and he played that so fucking well too. Like I, 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 I felt feel like, like he, he was really I, that's what I'm saying. Ashamed. I kind of feel like he really felt that. And that's what that's that's another thing is like even though like you said like a lot of them didn't have to do a lot of acting with some of them they did yeah like well with Hans, the ones that had the bigger parts yeah, they did for sure yeah like with Hans he did some pretty good acting the guy oh. that played Hans I mean yeah and then uh, uh, this his, is his sister which yeah. uh, the, in real life his sister yeah I was which, like well, I was so freaked out about that I, <laughs> I shouldn't have even looked that up dude because I looked it up while I was watching no, the movie but and it, it kind of like fucked it up for you yeah it was like oh <laughs> this is a little but i'm glad they didn't do any like kissing or anything like that you know nah, what i mean yeah i mean it made it worse yeah they mentioned it on like the the host the historian yeah during, during the uh, dvd commentary but yeah like uh that comes up on it i mean the, like i said the fiance does some acting uh the guy that's uh just like a half torso where it's you know just his arms uh i think he does pretty good on some of the acting stuff mm-hmm. and then like the way he comes up and i think he come out on uh, quite a few things afterwards as well he looked familiar dude so I'm, yeah i think he's even come though out i haven't seen a, a whole things. lot of like of those older movies i have i've seen some and I, he does look very familiar so i think i've seen him around somewhere yeah so the acting bug must have been i mean he got uh, probably some more parts. yeah and then like like the the guy who played hans and then you know the girl who played frida they were on uh, wizard of oz right? wizard of oz and like Munchkins. all kinds of other shit too yeah um 
they did a lot of the vaudeville stuff. Like they're they're freaking like showmen and mm-hmm. shit back in those days. So they already knew like how to act and all that. Yeah. So that's why they actually did a really good job. Um, some of the because of their voices were so high pitched, some of the, the, can't really the understand, yeah words yeah. that they were saying I I couldn't pick up. Well, and then plus they were like uh, maybe like German or something. Yeah. Um. Definitely, Frida had a thicker accent, so it was kind of harder to pick up. Hans, he did, but it wasn't so thick. Yeah. He but just, uh, just because it was that high, high pitch, pitch yeah. yeah, I was like, I picked up enough to know what was going on, and that I could I could tell that he he knew how to act. Like when Frida was his name, right, Frida. Yeah. Little, mm-hmm. When Frida was talking to uh, Cleopatra, it, it, you couldn't really hear what she, Cle, uh, you couldn't hear what Frida was saying too much, and Cleopatra she had a heavy accent too, mm-hmm. so it was kind of like back and forth to catch some words here and there. Like I think she was she's actually like Russian. Yeah, yeah, that's what I say. No, and it was like okay, like I kind of I kind of get the gist of what they're talking about right now, but it was kind of hard, especially with Frida, to understand what she was saying because it was so high pitched and the accent was so fucking heavy yeah. on her. But I mean, even then, like the the plot is pretty much straightforward, so yeah. you're not you're not really missing. Yeah, you're not missing out a whole lot if you miss a few of the words here and there. Yeah, I mean, I like how it was done. I like that. Like, I mean, it's an older movie, so of course it's in black and white. But yeah. I do like the fact that it is in black and white. Yeah, I don't think I would want to see a color. I've seen pictures mm-hmm. of like uh, scenes that they colorized for marketing back in those days, and mm-hmm. I'm like, eh, I'll I'm, pass. I mean, it looks really cool, black and white. Yeah, know, especially like uh, to me. Uh, what helps on certain parts. I mean, like it goes through like just, you see black and white, you've seen black and white TV shows before, but when it gets to like, when there's a, when they're doing their revenge and then there's like a storm going on and it's in black and white and they're like crawling and you see them going under the uh, carriages. It looks spooky. Yeah. Dude, that always makes it more like fucking more dramatic, more dramatic. Yeah. In the Um, the black and white. Yeah, and if it was color, I don't think it would have that effect. I think I mentioned it on the show before. There's certain movies that are in color that I'll put in black and white just to get that, like, kind of more spooky feel to it. Yeah. So, I mean, like like Paul said, like, the acting was was well done. Storyline straightforward, but it was also well done as well. Their direction was done well. Um, And then from what I heard, like I said, like, the director, he's the one that did Dracula. Um, I don't know if Freaks was directly after this. It might have been. Uh, but afterwards, he kind of got shunned by uh, big Hollywood, where he didn't really get many part, many uh, other movies afterwards. He got a few, uh, but really no uh, super big names. But like I saw afterwards, they still had pretty good reviews. Yeah, on the ones that he did afterwards. So uh, no, I definitely recommend this movie. If you guys haven't seen it, fucking go out and watch it. You're gonna like it a lot. Um, and then if you end up liking that, go ahead and watch the Freak Show season of uh, American Horror Story because it's a lot like it. The storyline is is different, but you still get the same feel. Yeah, you'll see a lot of the influences yeah, come up definitely. on it. For sure. On some of the characters, a little bit of the storyline, but not 100, you know. There's just a little element of it, but not so much. Oh, I fucking love the movie. I don't really watch older movies like that, but I really fell in love with this one. Like the acting, the story, the emotions put into it. Fucking loved it, so I would recommend anybody to watch this. They're coming to get you, Barbara. Look, there comes one of them now. Are they slow moving, Chief? Yeah, they're dead. They're all messed up. All right, so for our next creature feature, we have 1968's Night of the Living Dead. And may I add that it's the most iconic zombie film 
in the world. Yes, it started it, it all. It's the, basically the birth of, zo- of uh, zombies movies. that we know of. Yes, the modern zombie that it came from this movie. The fucking one of the, I think maybe even the best zombie movie ever. Yeah. The best zombie movie ever? I think so, man. Just for I, how I mean, influential I'm, it is. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I was like, yeah, I would say it's pretty good. Like, I mean, like, for if you just said zombie movie, like, eh, but, like, as far as, like, it just being a movie, it's really awesome. Yes. It's just, like, it could be, like, if if you're not even into horror, you can watch this and you'll still love the movie. Yeah, just, I mean, he, he did some stuff that even back then they weren't doing, you know, like, uh, not just with the zombie thing, but... It was just commentary on the yeah, times, Yeah, talk like the, how he touched on what was going around in the times of you know the world, especially you know United States. Mm-hmm. Um, not a lot of people were doing it that way, and to do it in a horror movie and do it fucking so well is just amazing. Yeah. Um, when it comes to like you know storylines and shit, um, acting uh, stuff like that, when you compare it to some of the other like modern modern horror. You know, in the last, like, 10, 15 years, there might be better ones if, if you think are, like, more entertaining. But I'm I mean, talking about, I, no, no, I mean, like, like, how influential, how fucking groundbreaking and yeah. shit. Like, that's it's got to be Night of the Living Dead. Yeah. I mean, to me, like, my favorite off of him, like, yeah, Night of the Living Dead is one of the top ones. But I got I still love Dawn of the Dead. And, oh, yeah. And and I I do love Day of the Dead as well too. Day I think Day good, of the yeah. Dead might be my favorite out so, of his whole so Dead I mean, franchise. I, I, mean, I, I love all three. Like it's kind of like a trilogy, but there's been more like that are added with it. So if I said that Night of the Dead was my favorite, then I'm gonna retract that real quick. Say Day of the Dead was Day of the Dead was um, Dawn of the Dead, close second. Um, but you know, the, the, like before, but, but like you it said, just it's influenced, very influenced. Yes, the, it like, just it started it. If you it didn't have it. that one, you wouldn't have Don or Day or any of these other like wannabe Nine, movies. No, and you, you would not have The Walking Dead. No, you, you wouldn't. You know, a zombie movies existed before this movie, but, but they, they were the same. The one that comes to mind, the old ones before Night in the Living Dead was White Zombie. Yeah, White that Zombie was more shit the, like that. The, 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 like a voodoo. It was the voodoo movies mm-hmm. with the white powder. And, and there was actually them. a whole lot of those kind of movies. But exactly. it was all basically like the, the, the whole voodoo legend. It was in that mental, mental zombie state. Yeah, where they you weren't really think, fucking yeah. like came back from the grave. They were, you know, they were basically uh, turned into slaves and shit. Yeah, it, that's all it was. But, um, there, there, there are some like uh, stories that I've looked into where people had said, oh, this, this person was dead, you know, three weeks ago and now they're here. Tilling the fucking ground, that kind of shit back in like in like Haiti and stuff. Yeah, but that was always the white powder shit. Yeah, but it was always like yeah, it was always like was involved. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All but, right, um, on that track, uh, one more. Ah, uh, ah, uh, there it is. But um, well, to me, guys, enjoy your beer. Goddamn, Paps. Yep, enjoy that, Paps, buddy. Yeah, Paps. Whoa, the look on Memo's face right now—he's <laughs> not enjoying that, Paps. <laughs> I've, I've, I've had better. Is it warm? <laughs> No, that's fine. We all had better. But, um... It's not that bad, dude. That movie, Night of the Living Dead, I fucking love that movie. It's another black and white film, which I thought they did amazingly. A lot of people talk shit about it because, oh, the zombies didn't look too weird enough, or it's too old, or the acting was stupid. It's but like, you got to remember, it's 1968. Yeah, they're talking about, like, they're, they, those are, like, people that are used to, like, the modern movies, and they're not used to, like, hey, there was things beforehand. They're fucking fake horror fans. That's what I'm saying. Because I, I mean, <laughs> Damn, Steve's calling, calling well, them all out well, right no, now. It just dude. gives me mad because I love zombie movies. But zombies thing, have been 
the best creatures to me since fucking yeah. I started watching horror movies. Well, you got to say, like, one of the, the first zombies, like, if you kind of think back, it's kind of like uh, Frankenstein was kind of one of the first zombie, zombie movies. movies. Yeah, yeah definitely. Frankenstein's monster. Because it was a reanimated out for different you, body parts. Yeah. Uh, like you were saying, one, one of the things that you touched on was the black and white aspect. And, I mean, it has a cool look to it because of it. Um, and the crazy thing is back then, I, I mean, it's not, it's old, but it's not that old. No, there was and, color. And there's color back then. He they chose could, to do it in black and white. Yeah, which, I mean, it was, it was a good choice. Well, they, 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 um, was it re- revision did, I guess they called it? When yeah, they, they, when, they changed it with Yeah, added when they added the color in there. Yeah, I, 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 I like have it. that version. I didn't, I didn't no. like it, dude. I, I thought it took away more of the suspense from it to me. You know, you know what, what was cool about, because I bought the color, the colorized version of it. But it also has a, a commentary track with uh, Mike Nelson from Mystery Science Theater 3000. Mm-hmm. So that's why I really wanted it. That shit's <laughs> just funny that, as yeah. fuck. You know, like listen to him just talk shit. I mean, you get kind of pissed, but you know he he even says he fucking loves this movie too. So it's it's all in, in good fun. Like as a true zombie fan, I had to watch Night of the Living Dead, the original one, of course, and I even watched the Voodoo ones, of course, the fucking white zombie, like I said, but. That movie set the milestone for all these fucking zombie movies you say. Like, uh, fucking World War Z, Shaun of the Dead, fucking um, all those other stupid movies fucking after they started creating... Was Day of the Dead or... Oh, Return of the Living Dead. After they started going fucking further with Necropolis and party shit and all this dumb hey, shit. I, I do like Return of the Living Dead, though. No, no, but when they went into the, the, the party times, rave, like... Rave to the Grave. Yeah, rave, rave to the Grave. That one was okay. I like Necropolis. Necropolis was really good to me. But Rave to the Grave, it was like... They started going off into different things. Yeah, it had the zombies in it, but it was... It was not Paul, Paul said that is his favorite movie right there. <laughs> it's and you're my just favorite of all time, asshole. Pooping Rave off. to the Grave? No. It was okay. I'm about to throw this at it you. It was okay. Um, get out of your own house, You know, uh, just to kind of get away from topic again, uh, talking about Return of the Living Dead right now, I think my favorite out of all of them was the second one. Even though the first one was fucking amazing, but I think I had more fun watching the second one. I really liked the third one. Third one was cool. It was really cool. And that's like really where they, they went away from like just a normal Original kind of zombies. A, yeah, yeah, because this one is like she's a zombie fighting other zombies and shit, almost action hero kind of a But she looked she looked dope. The, yeah, the, like it was cool. The glasses, the, the medals, um the other zombies, the one with the fucking spine hanging out and yep. shit. Like it that shit's all iconic to me and it's cool because it's older movies that we won't see into into these days because everything's fucking CGI. Yeah. But Night of the Living Dead, of course, 1968, bro. I fucking love that movie. It's fantastic. Amazing movie. But um, let's get into the plot and the characters. Yeah, let's do that. Take it let's away, Chase Paul. Let's do it. Yeah, baby. Do it. <laughs> Paul's having an orgasm. Yes. Um, you know, we have uh, the, the main... Well, they're all pretty much main characters. There's only, like, what, five or six characters in the whole movie? Yeah. Uh, um, living, I should say. We have uh, Barbara. We have Ben. We have Cooper. Johnny. We have, uh, yeah, Johnny, but he doesn't last very long. Yeah, he's a short, small part. Ten yes, minutes. Uh, <laughs> you know, then there's, uh, there's Tom, there's Judy. Yeah, and then uh, uh, Cooper's wife, Helen, and then their daughter, Karen. All right, so the movie follows a group of people that were camped out in, like, a farmhouse there to survive the zombie horde. So we really don't need to get into the plot. Most people have seen this movie a thousand times. You so we're to. we're gonna sit here and talk about what we loved about it uh, and and certain scenes that we love. To me, Night of the Living Dead, iconic movie, original. All these zombies movies came after it, but yes, the zombies weren't as real looking as these new ones, you could say. But what I think about it is 
they're more real looking to what would be happening actually if we were in a zombie apocalypse. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, especially because like it's it's, it's the start the of it. Yeah. yeah, and so you're not going to get these zombies that that are rotting and decayed the and mu- falling apart. Then the mutations and fucking different. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. running zombies on shit. So it really stayed to the whole original plot of a zombie so this is what zombies are they're stumbling they're stupid all they're really aiming for is flesh which no one understands why till this day no one has ever specified why they just want flesh but it don't matter i don't give a fuck zombies rule yeah but, it's um, the, it's the whole need for the human flesh thing that is isn't uh i think it's something explained too much living, yeah, living. flesh or whatever well it, yeah even in this movie they there's a, a couple of scenes where they eat some of the like the insects and shit but in most zombie movies after it's only human living, like human flesh, or yeah. even some. It's just brains from the humans, and it's yeah. And it like, comes iconic later yeah. on when they start saying brain. Yeah, like Return of the Living Dead. Yeah, um, they try to explain that it's an instinct to to survive and eat to survive. But you know, if you're going off that logic, then they would eat anything. Yeah, anything that's alive or fucking so dead. Or Romero but, but, Romero hit it a little bit better, a little more realistic because he showed them eating insects and. They probably would have did some some uh, animals if they got to that point, you know, like yeah. cows and sheep, dogs. Yeah, and not is. only living flesh, they're they they're munching on a charred fucking carcass, you know. Uh, Tom, Tom and I think Judith both fucking burned up, and, and they're, they're eating, still eating them. Yeah, and yeah. they're still eating them. So yeah, so he actually he touched on it, and and this is the first time, you know, and people kind of went away from that, but I think it's more realistic, you know. Like we're talking about fucking Walking Dead zombies, but. It's more realistic this way. Yeah. So uh, one thing that I want to bring up, I mean, it's not about the food, but I mean, it's with my the food. Turn, sir. I'm, just <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Good to wow. you. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Like Paul was talking right now. <laughs> He's out. not even drinking a fucking Paps. <laughs> I'm drinking a cart. Nah. So uh, like, since you guys were talking about the zombie aspect of it, a uh, couple things uh, like how you mentioned about the uh, the zombies and they got to eat to survive or something. To me, I was like, I don't think they really got to eat to survive. I mean, if they get someone, they get someone, but it's in their instinct where they have to you know, eat that thing yeah, and no, tear them apart. That's the but instinct it, to survive. They don't really need to yeah, they're because fucking, they're they dead. Don't, they don't digest anything. Exactly, they don't. Um, and then uh, the other thing that came up that was kind of crazy about the zombies on this one, but I don't think it comes up in any other zombie movie, uh, which is like kind of like I said, it's like something you see, it's like, oh, well, they didn't stick with it, was that on this one they were afraid of fire. Yeah, I don't really. Re- and I'm I, sure there's and, a and few that I've seen. I feel that like in. that was a big Frankenstein reference. Yeah, and that's yeah. what I was gonna say. It's kind of got the Frankenstein reference yes. because on that one he was scared of fire. Yes, the definitely fire bad. Yeah, yeah. So I, <laughs> smoke good, <laughs> smoke good, fire bad. <laughs> I do agree with Memo because these zombies were fucking terrified of fire. You see, mm-hmm. when they put their hands up and they start backing away from the fire as you got closer. So I'm thinking George Romero got the zombies to be kind of like Frankenstein. In a sort of way. monster? Yeah, Frankenstein's monster. Mm-hmm. <laughs> kind of to get him, like, kind of like him. Which I thought was cool because it was like, okay. It's kind of like a homage. Yeah, to... it's a homage to yeah. Frankenstein monster and shit. But um, I love the zombies. I like how they're, like, all bumbling idiots, basically. Yeah. And it's like, to me, if I was in the zombie apocalypse type shit, I would be more terrified of fucking slow, stumbling zombies than runners. And the fact why? Because when they gang up on you... And since they're so fucking slow, they're crawling on the floor, you have nowhere to fucking go. Maybe exactly. one or two, you could push them away, you think you survive. And and you know what? If you're in that kind of a situation, you're going to let your guard down a little bit because you know they oh, are they're so slow. slow. Yeah. 
So I don't really. I'm worried, but you know, I can fucking get away. Like they, like they say in the it's remake, kinda, in Tom Savini's remake. You know, they're so slow. We can just walk right past them. You're gonna let your guard down a little bit, especially if you're if you're dealing with this situation for months and years. You know, they, it's not like that in this movie, but exactly, just yeah. the whole zombie thing in, in general. You're gonna let your guard down at some point, and these these ones are, are yeah, they're slow, but they're silent, and they fucking they gang up real yeah. quick, and they come out of nowhere. That's what I was gonna say. To me, it's like the one that you don't see that is the one that's gonna get you. Exactly. Yeah, exactly what it is, and that's why I really love these zombies. And and in, in this movie, they're not all just fucking dumb, bumbling idiots either. We see the very first zombie in the movie. He picks up a, a rock and bashes a window in to get Barbara. Well, well I'm, I'm not saying, you know, of course, I'm not saying that they're all like stupid, bumbling idiots. No, no, no. Some of them I do, wasn't trying to some contradict of them, yeah. what you're saying. <laughs> some, some do use weaponry, yeah. which is fucking crazy. Like, I was like, saying more like, I like how he has that contrast. Yeah. It, it feels like, to me, like like exactly how you said, they're boiling, uh, barely new risen zombies. Mm-hmm. They're barely going through it. So they probably still have memory of using exactly. shit. Exactly. Uh, we've seen a lot of zombie movies, especially like in Dana Dead type shit. They have memories of people they loved. They have memories of people mm-hmm. they were friends with. Yeah, Romero and, touched on that on yeah. Dawn of the Dead, Day of the Dead. So, and it's cool because it's like, they still kill them, but you see that small hesitation. Like, they're kind of like, who is this? Yeah. Like, I know this person. I know this weapon. I know how to use this and this and this. So that's why I said when when Night of Living Day came out, he he was ahead of his time with the oh, fucking zombie definitely. movie. Definitely, even the the costumes, even the way that because you know how some some zombies, some of them were naked, some of them had cuts on their face, cuts on their bodies, and I feel like that was more realistic because they literally were undead corpses that just came up. Yep. So, or or people that were alive and got attacked by them because you see the little bite marks or whatever. You see little stuff there. Now uh, this it makes me think of something. I, I was watching a video the other day about just zombies. I do that shit every now and then because I, I fucking too. love zombies. I, I do too, bro. But a guy had, had, had made a point that, uh, you know, eventually there wouldn't be any zombies because for the most part, not not so much in this movie, there's parts where the zombies didn't attack right away, like with the first zombie and Johnny. Um, but most zombie movies, you know, they'll attack somebody and then just devour them. There's nothing left of the victims. So eventually, you know, they're 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 eating all that they can. There's not going to be any more zombies. Yeah. And 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 then there's some movies where they actually do state how they decay, and uh, especially like Walking Dead, they they kind of mention like not a time frame, but eventually, you know, the brain does decay. But the and, decaying and, and, factor and they does. Die. Yeah, yeah. So it's like you got to think like, eventually there won't be any more zombies, as far as like the older decayed ones. And it'll always kind of constantly be like fresh ones, like from Night of Living Dead. Yeah, as long as someone uh, doesn't get bit at some point, then uh, they could die out. Yeah, and and Night of Living Dead, it wasn't really stated, um, you know, how this shit really happened. They they tried to with the whole radiation thing, but I don't believe he really even touched on that anymore in his other movies. The radiated satellite. Yeah, (laughs) it was something like that. Yeah, it was. One thing that I wanted to touch on that I still had a thought on, like, because Steve brought it up, but I didn't want to interrupt him. Uh, but he brought up like that uh, the zombies sometimes they got that hesitation when they recognize someone. I gotta interrupt you real quick, Memo. And there you go. Continue. It's goddamn uh, paps. Goddamn paps. Goddamn paps. <laughs> it's uh, blue ribbon time. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. So uh, I mean, he touched on on that, but and then there there are some uh, times where you do see that where the uh, zombies they recognize someone, some type of hesitation thing. But on uh, Night of the Living Dead with that daughter. I didn't see that. Yeah. You know, 
uh, it was her parents that she ends up uh, killing. I mean, uh, basically the guy was dying already, her dad, uh, but she finishes him off. And with the mom, it's like she just went straight for her. It was mm-hmm. like she she wasn't stopping for nothing. No, like like she didn't have that that uh, those memories or anything like. Oh, this is my mom. I I don't want to fucking hurt her. Blah 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 kind of shit. Yeah. But some of them do, and that's what's kind of cool about it. Like, you don't have to make every zombie the exact same because yeah. everybody's different. When, when I, but I mean, in the the same tense that that's on this one. But on like how Steve was saying, one of the things that does come up, but in a later movie, which is uh, Day of the Dead, we have Bub. Yeah. yeah. And with Bub, it's like uh, he got trained in order to with Frankenstein, the Frankenstein that they call him. Uh, he wasn't attacking him. It was kind of like a like kind of like a dog. Yeah, exactly. He didn't have that instinct to fucking go after them and ki- and kill him and eat him. He was just a I'm, reborn soldier. <clears throat> Literally, was a yeah. Reborn he was soldier. remembering yeah. a lot of his life. Yeah, and, and even when he did kill at the like when he killed Rhodes, well, was it wasn't he lunged at him and started eating him. No, he shot him with the gun yeah. exactly, which was fucking cool. I love yeah, that. Yeah, and shit. that's the thing about it. We have all these cool ideas, especially in Romero's. Um, his universe, franchise, his, his, his universe, uni- zombie yeah. universe that carried over, and it all started with Night of the Living Dead. Mm-hmm. He had all these elements right there in this first one. And I love how he carried that, that over to the next ones. I, I love how he developed different zombie culture throughout each of his movies. Yep. Because after Night of the Living Dead, you could see that George Romero goes to a different direction with zombies. They're still kind of they're still the original ones, but you have the special zombies, you could say. Yep. They have the memory, they have the weapon skills, they have the even if it's trying to direct zombies to this way or that way, you know it's Yeah, we, I like that. I really we love We get that. into the land of the dead and you have the Big one that Daddy. Can talk. Yeah, Big yeah, Daddy. Big yeah, Daddy yeah. and he's fooling on like he's yeah, he's talking and communicating he's a commander. with He's them. a commander. commander. And he yeah. shows them like how to use Do weapons the, yeah. and fucking let's go after these people and like not even Strategy. bother with Yeah, and it's it's so awesome because, like I said, that was that was all planted in the very first one, Night of the Living Dead. Mm-hmm. Even if it was that, that split-second scene where, in the beginning, that first zombie picked up that rock and smashed it. in that yeah. window. It's like we say, we keep saying iconic movie of zombies. It started every fucking zombie movie we could ever fucking think of, from the shitty ones to the good ones to the, eh, you know, I'll watch it one time. But he started... Uh, what you see now in movies, the newer movies and the runners and all that shit, George Romero started all this. And I got to play, like, homage to him because he's just Yeah, because even if amazing. you think about it, like, um, I could think of maybe Zack Snyder's Dawn of the Dead remake being, if not the first, but one of the first to make running zombies. That was in the mall, right? Yeah. That was um, amazing, too. I love that movie, too. You still, like, even though that's, like, a completely different type of zombie, you still got to give it up to fucking Romero because, yeah, they were slow, but... Not all the time. No, but you got to remember, in that Dawn of the Dead remake, too, there were walking zombies as well. Yeah, they had different stages of them. So it was like George Romero does, too, exactly. special zombies. But if you think about even Night of the Living Dead, yes, they were slow, but not all the time. There yeah. was times where they were, they were lashing out and, like, actually fighting and moving fast, you know? Yeah. So it's like, okay, yeah, like, we have these running zombies now, but it's nothing new, really. Yeah, because we've we seen it all before. Like yeah. I say, after every George Romero zombie movie we have seen... It always goes to different type of zombies. A little I, bit faster, a little bit faster, a little bit faster. I then just, you got World War Z. Back in the days, they had that hurt my feet shoes. 
So maybe they just weren't able to move fast. <laughs> yeah, and, then, and, then, right? and then nowadays they got the cross trainers, so they're yes. like flip, they're flipping through the air yes. doing all these tricks. Parkour, yeah. parkour. Yeah. <laughs> back back then, everybody wore a three piece suit, and you know those things aren't that easy to move in. <laughs> now you got they all starched zombies up. with basketball they're, they're, they're jerseys, like a, basketball like a, fucking like uniforms. Jesus, on I'm so constricted. <laughs> Soccer player zombies and shit. Like, exactly, come on, bro. <laughs> That's all I got to say is about zombies because that's the thing that stick out to me the most in Night of the Living Dead. The characters were cool to me. The way they were trying to have the whole survival instinct do this and this and this, which we'll get into later. But Night of the Living Dead, I told you, I'm a, I'm a really big zombie fan. I love all those type of movies. Even the shitty ones, I'll fuck with them. But Night of the Living Dead, it gave me that perspective of what zombies were going to become in the future. Yep. Because I, I saw, of course, I'm younger. So I saw that one after I seen all yeah, these, all I was these just newer gonna, ones. I was just gonna say I wish that we were around when like it was it premiered in the theater. Back so we in, could talk about this, yeah, like, damn. it could blow our minds like fucking crazy, you know. I, I think we'd we'd probably almost be in the grave like uh, you know Romero. So <laughs> <laughs> we'd be a lot older. Holy shit! Yeah, we would be. <laughs> but like I said, I watched the newer like first zombie I ever watched was um, Dawn of the Dead remake. First movie really? I ever watched. Wow. That was the first zombie movie I ever watched. Really? Yeah. God that's, damn that's, it. that's way late in the game. Because I, I barely got into the whole zombie. Well, when that one came out, that's the first movie I ever watched of a zombie horror movie. Yeah. You got to see the zombie baby. Yeah. yeah you're that, like, holy that shit, that zombie baby. Tight. But um, my well, little, little off subject, though. Not, not too bad. But like, uh, my godfather, he's the one that showed me about zombies. He bought me the zombie survival guide, which is a little book, which is fucking awesome. I still have it at home. Um, I actually think I have that somewhere. We we uh he showed me Dawn Mac, of the Max Dead. Max Brooks. Yeah, Max Brooks. And that's World War Z. Yep. That's just fire. But um I had that and somebody fucking stole it. I still have it. <laughs> but um he um he showed me Dawn of the Dead. We went to go see it and then I loved it. Knew about zombies and after that came back and then he started telling me about all these different type of zombie movies and the first thing he showed me was Night of the Living Dead. And then Ever since that, I could see where all the zombie movies came from. For me, I think it was Night of the Living Dead. I remember when I was a little kid watching it, it was on, like, uh, fucking one of the channels. I don't know what the fuck channel it was. That was your first one? Yeah. It one was, of the three channels? Yeah, one of the three <laughs> channels. But, but you know, we had four when I was a kid. Oh, not, three, not like as me. old as, as, <laughs> as uh, Wolfman. Wolf, Wolfman over here. <laughs> no. Um, but, yeah, I remember watching it, like, fucking late night. I was the only one up. And it was... It wasn't as scary as some of the other shit like my sister was watching. And, and uh, how old were you when you watched it? About? Uh, I had to have been like maybe eight, eight or nine. And, you know, like my sister and all that and my mom, they liked watching uh, Nightmare on Elm Street and shit like that, which when I was that age, I thought it was scary. Yeah. And this one wasn't. I'm like, yeah, it was it was zombies, but it's still, you know, it was on the tame side, even compared to the, the 80s horror, you know? Yeah. Um. So and, I remember that was like my first, my first uh, horror movie that I was actually able to be like, oh, okay, I like this. So Steve, when you watched the remake of Dawn of the Dead, how old were you? Shit, I don't fucking know. It was when it first about, came out. About. It's when it first came out. So whoa, whoa so you were. Uh, so it came out in two thousand four. So he was like two. Ten. <laughs> how old was I? I was no fucking ten. <laughs> I think I was. You said ninety five, so you're nine. I was nine. So how off was I on my math on that? That's one? pretty good. <laughs> and I was oh, joking. Yeah. yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, he was like, I was not no ten. And and that's assuming you went to the theater to see it. 
He's like he's like nine. He probably right watched it. it when it came out. On no, Blue I went to theater. I, oh, I went to theater. My 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 godfather. It was kind of like my dad type of shit. So he took me to the movies and I watched it and I loved it. Yeah. And it's, I know we're going on a Dawn of the Dead remake rant, but I remember going to the theater opening night to go see that, and me and my buddy went. I, I might have mentioned this on the show before, but we went there just to fucking rip it apart, dude. Because we're huge fucking zombie fans at that time. Dawn of the Dead was like the shit, you know, Day of the Dead. So we're like, someone's remaking fucking Dawn of the Dead? Fuck that shit. So we're like, we're going to go see it. We're just going to fucking rip it apart. And we're sitting there watching it like, this is actually pretty fucking cool. And then all like the little cameos and stuff were like, fuck yeah. We're the only ones like yelling out like, yes. Or like pointing. Like no one got the shit, the little cameos and little references. The other uh, movies. Yeah. Actually, I might have been wrong about that. I think I did watch on DVD. There you go. So I, you, I you might have been 10, I, so you're right. I think I was like wow. 11, 11 or 12 when I seen it. So Dude, you, yeah, you, you're more you're, close. You're yeah. yelling at me for yelling truths. My, my bad. <laughs> yelling at you? Who's yelling at you? He was screaming at me. He oh. pulled, he pulled it just out sounds a, like that on the microphone. Steve, Steve pulled out a switchblade. <laughs> nah, he pulled out a switchblade, man. He did. <laughs> I started, he was I like, started, hey, motherfucker, I wasn't I started cleaning it with my rag, too. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't that wet behind the ear, asshole. <laughs> but um, all right. So yeah. uh, my experience in yeah. When, when did you movies. first? Well, when did you first see so Night the, Living Dead? No, Night Living Dead. I'm not sure. Um, oh come on! I think no, no, because you said you guys were just talking about like your first zombie experience, and you said Night Living Dead was your first. Mine was Dawn of the Remake. Uh, one of my first uh, horror movies, and uh, and it was the first zombie movie. What was the original Dawn of the Dead? Yes. Um, yeah, I didn't watch it in theaters because I wasn't born yet. But it, I, you know what, <laughs> exactly. I wasn't born you know what, yet. You know what? Uh, when when, it, first, it, when same... it first came out, but I think back then, uh, when I, I mean, I was a kid when I watched it. I think I was maybe three or four when I watched it because I remember watching it, and I was like, in, well, it's probably four because uh, I remember watching it, and I was going to Head Start. Okay. At the time, so that's like about age four, right? What the fuck I'm not it? exactly it's sure. Like, it's like preschool, dude. Yeah. I don't even know what school is. Continue. It's before, it's before <laughs> kindergarten. It's all school. What is this school? What is this? School. 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 What yes. is this cool that you speak of? Why is there an H what? when it doesn't sound so like school? one? School. School. It's all cool. Yeah. <laughs> but continue. All yeah. right. So, yeah. Donna the Dead, the original. That was the first one uh, that I saw. Maybe we did see it in the theater, but it was, you know, re-release. Um. Oh, how to do the anniversary releases, right? Maybe. That comes back in theaters. Yeah, maybe. But I mean, like I said, I was like maybe four years old. So I, I, <laughs> I, got, I got you guys beat on like watching uh, that horror stuff like way back in the days. Look, motherfucker. Like, but I, I mean, I was, you know, like watching it. Yeah, I was terrified, especially watching that one because you see people torn apart. Yeah, and it was in color and it was like real vibrant and shit. Yeah, you see like a guy, the chunk of someone's arm getting bit yeah. and torn up. and then Which is uh, fire, by the way. <laughs> yeah, and then you see like... Uh, like someone's getting their guts ripped out, and you see like intestines coming out yeah, as well. That's cool. And then you see a, a zombie with their like the top of their head getting chopped up by a helicopter. Yeah. Oh man. So I can't I'm, wait to do that. So all, so all those things, it's like I saw that as a kid, you know, and that small. Yeah, I had nightmares after that, but I mean, it kind of it toughens you up for other stuff later, you know, watching other things. But yeah, I was scared, but I enjoyed it as well too. And then watching it later on, you enjoy the story even more. Yeah, you, yeah. Start, you start understanding the concept of it. You start understanding, like, what's going on with it, the character developments. Like, yeah. It takes you a while. You but, but the thing that it's cool about watching it as a, as a small kid is that it seems more real. So, oh, yeah. you know, watching these things, it's like, 
later on when you get a little bit, you know, when you get older, as a, you know, it's still like you're watching, it's like, you know it's fake, but then it's like your imagination too. So you kind of like, it's kind of there like, oh, what if it was real? Okay, yeah, and then you're, you're, yeah. You're, you're looking at like the, the graphics and shit too. Like obviously that blood looks fake. Oh, that fucking. Well, when I'm older, you, but when yeah, you're Yeah, that's a kid, what I'm saying. Yeah. When, you're, when you're older and you're like, oh, obviously that, that wound looks fake and shit like that. But when you're, when you're but a kid, when you have such a, a vivid imagination. Yeah, so it, everything's real to it you. It all looks real. But that actually gets me back to uh, Nia Living Dead now. His choice to do it in black and white. That takes a lot of that away, you know. There's not a whole lot of like the gory effects. There's some like blood spurting out everywhere. Yeah, um, but because it's in black and white, you don't see how fake the blood looks or yeah. how fake a lot of the prosthetics looks. Yeah, then that's a good thing about yeah, the exactly. Black and white he did it right. Too. Yeah, because you know, like if you were to well, I have if you watch the color version, you could see how like just fake everything looks. But it was a great decision to do it in black and white. And I think another another part of it was that it cost like another ten or fifteen thousand dollars to do it in color. And but that he was, was like, like that was way more money back then. Yeah, that amount. Yeah, exactly. And and it, remember, guys, that it started off with one hundred and fifteen thousand. That was yeah, the budget, was, and it made over millions of billions of fucking dollars. It, it it did really good, especially now. If we're talking about from then to now, then yeah, it, it made fucking, fifteen times the profit of that shit. Yeah, but the the bad thing is that Romero failed to fucking. Put a copyright on it. <laughs> but I'm happy they didn't, in a way, because it's like we got to adventure into new zombie land territory. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like it, it went to so many zombie type movies that are different from Romero's. Well, shit, if they did the copyright, we wouldn't have been able to watch The Night of the Living Dead 3D with Sid Haig we watched last night. I fucking knew there was Sid Haig's on there. God yeah. damn it. I was trying to think of him. Like, it wasn't Sid Haig's on one of the remakes. And it was. Yeah, and, God damn it. And, and uh, now that you brought up Sid Haig, we got to mention that we did have some uh, some chicken in his honor. Oh, that's right. You know what? We should have mentioned that a while ago. Nah, and it's okay. We just came up to it yes. right now. So, yes, yeah. Yes. We, we, we we some... Yeah, because we said on uh, uh, the previous episode that we would have some Captain Spaulding chicken. Yeah, so we in, had some in, chicken. In memory. And, and we uh, ate that shit. After having that first <laughs> bite, we said, it's so damn good. It's so damn good. It's going down with this goddamn half. Steve was going to bring the tutti fucking fruity, but he fucking forgot. Look, I was stuck no. in Arizona and had oh, to go away find from He was looking all over the place. He went to like one supermarket. He didn't find it. He kept going to other ones. He's like going door to door. You got some tutti fruity? You got yes. some tutti fruity? You got some tutti fruity? I thought it was some real shit. <laughs> I really thought it was they, some real they, shit. No, it is. It is? It is. But not up here? It's hard somewhere. It's just a hard flavor to find fucking assholes i don't think everybody's got that i mean i i don't look for it i've never I, it's been on, i would do it one day i'm gonna go down the hill i'm gonna go to every fucking store i can find you got tutti fruity like what is that fuck you you, you know the only tutti <laughs> fruity that i've had like the flavor was uh with like the the, the gum when you get those little chiclets gum, drop, gum drops in oh, the, okay, the, the yeah. chiclets from like like tj those little, <laughs> those little the one squares. that those flavors after two seconds yeah <laughs> yeah they have a tutti fruity flavor in that one really yeah it's the pink one cool i looked that up too so our uh, our main protagonist is uh is, is this guy Ben. He he meets up with Barbara at the farmhouse before like they notice that anybody else is there. And he's just like fucking take charge kind of shit. He's he's seen what's going on outside of that little that little area in, in one of the bigger towns. He knows that shit's fucked. He's he's the one that basically like we need to board this fucking place up because we need to ride this out and, and wait for people to come in and help us and find us. So you know he, him. He's trying to talk with uh, with Barbara as well. Yeah, trying Barbara's to, like, find like out pretty much catatonic. Yeah, he's not getting anything off of her. You know, because she saw her brother die and shit, so she's in shock. Yeah, he's uh, boarding up the house, and while he's doing all that stuff, one thing that does come up is uh, 
later on, uh, like stuff happens and uh, some guys come up from uh, an attic. So they go out from the attic and then they're like, you know, the main thing is like they're making all that noise. They, They can hear them up there or like, you know, Ben's like, you know, arguing with them. Hey, you obviously heard, you know, that there's some people up here. Why didn't you come up here and help? He's like, whoa, I didn't, we couldn't hear nothing. It's all like muffled over there. Which and, is bullshit. And, and you could have been zombie, you know, those, those, uh, those people out there. They don't know what they are. So, we, you know, we want to take our chances. We got other people down there. Um, and he's like, oh, my daughter's hurt or whatever. But it's just like, okay, whatever. Like, so he kind of questions them. It's kind of like a cop or a lawyer or something. Like and good he, cop, bad cop type stuff. Yeah. And he, and he, uh, he trips them up. Like, like he does that. He's like, get your story straight, man. Because he basically, you know. Uh, spills the beans and said, and uh, he kind of gives up. Like, yeah, we did, you know, figure that. Hey, those people are probably alive, but they were too uh, chicken to come up and help and see what's going on. Uh, so later on, when everything's secure and quiet, that's when they go up and like, okay, let's go up. And they come up and then they're kind of like, I don't know, I'm gonna say like rats or something because uh, they come up and instead of like helping with all that stuff, they come up and they're like, oh, so there's a radio over here. We need to bring that radio down, like. These people up there, they were fighting for everything and securing everything, and they want the spoils of the stuff, and they just they just want to bum off like, oh, okay, we can take that radio. Oh, you guys got food over here? Well, we need food down there too. And it's like they didn't fight for any of that stuff, and that's oh, what yeah, Ben yeah. says. It's like, hey, you know what? We secured this place. We're, we're fighting for it. We're, we're fighting for everything that's up here, uh, and you guys want to be down there? You can stay down there, and then he's like basically telling them, hey, that's a death trap, and he ba- makes sense. He's like, hey, you know what? It's kind of like true, like, hey, you know what? There's one door. They don't got to worry about that one door. But if the if the zombies do come from that door, they got no escape. Yeah. They're trapped. Uh, but the the crazy thing is that later on it does come to uh, to be true. We're like, hey, that was the most secure place. Even though Ben fought it, again said he fought it like, like let's secure everything. And we gotta, if, if they come through somewhere, we can always find another way to get out. Um, so... From that, they, he kind of, like, makes a plan, like, hey, uh, they uh, they figure, hey, we're going to gas up the, the truck that Ben came in. Uh, so they find, like, uh, keys. They see if they're going to they're gonna use that for that. So they, they, they team up. They go over to get the, the gas. And, uh, you know, bad stuff happens when they go over there. They they fight to get to where the gas is at. They got uh, the, the guy that's the father throwing some... Uh, uh, kerosene, what, what would you call those things? Like Molotov uh, cocktails, right? Molotov? Mo- Molotov. I don't know what the fuck that shit's called. Molotov's there, Molotov yeah. cocktails, yeah. So he's dumping those from the side to kind of cover them because they're like, they fear the fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they, they head out to the gas area and uh, they, you know, they start, they try to gas up the thing, but like uh, they couldn't, none of the keys, I guess, would open up the, uh, the lock that was on that uh, gas pump. So uh, Ben shoots off the, the lock. And I don't know, for some reason, that guy starts pouring gas before he gets it inside the the hole for see, the see, and that, that's one thing. Let me cut you off with my bad, but it's just like. That doesn't make any sense. You grab the fucking pump. Why you know, you squ- that no, it, you're not squeezing it yeah, already. Like if, you, if you're fucking squeezing it, gas is going to come out. And he fucking pulls it out, and he starts throwing gas fucking everywhere like he was over here, pissing on the fucking <laughs> he, he, stall or something. He, 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 might, as well, he might as well have just poured it over his body yeah, by the that's point. That's what I'm saying. And then he fucking. Goes inside of that shit. He's like, hey, wait, wait, what about the torch? And he's like, he's still pouring it for a good minute by the torch. And then he just puts it in the gas tank. And Ben Ben's all trying to put it out with, you know, with something. And like, his motherfucker's over here. We got to go. Gets in the car. Leaves Ben behind. And he just drives off. 
It was like, what the fuck, bro? Like, your car's on fire. You see that this was about to be on fire. Like, what are you doing? Well, and then uh, the, what's called the, uh, his girlfriend gets in the, like, they, they end up trying to jump out of the car because Ben's like, yeah, Yo, you got to get out of there. It's going to blow up. Get out the car. And the, the girl gets stuck in there for and some my reason. Seat <laughs> <laughs> so, and so they end up getting cooked. And like I said, when the guy got the, the gas and it was pouring everywhere, he might as well just have poured it on him. Sprinkle some salt and pepper on them. Might as well make himself more tasty because that's basically <laughs> where he ended up. He got he got fried up. And eaten. so did his girlfriend. And yeah, they got chewed up. And that's probably the most uh, gruesome scene in the movie. Even yeah. though today's standards, it's not really that gruesome because you don't see everything. But it's enough where it's like you knew that they're gone, and then that those parts that they're eating that that's them. And you even see like a like an arm. Uh, so that was Captain Spaulding's fried chicken right there, <laughs> fried human. <laughs> but um, it's yeah, so damn tasty. It's so damn tasty. But that I like the scene because it was more on the gory side. But it was like you guys must be really fucking stupid to do but, this. I mean, that's how it is on, on uh, some movies. I mean, it kind of carries on like not just this, but like and, and other you know could be in other zombie movies. But let's say uh, Friday the Thirteenth, like other type of movies where. Hey, you know, you need to get a kill. They're going to, like, do something stupid, and they're going to die because of it. Like, oh, there's a girl running away from Jason. Oh, he's going to wait till she falls on nothing, and she's going to die because of it. Oh, I feel just running. And there's Jason. Gotcha. They always have that stupid character on there that has to make everything, even though it's obvious, they have to go and do some stupid shit on it. Yeah. So, but that, that scene right there, like, it, it was dope because fucking car blew up, which is no. fucking amazing. Yeah. And they were both stupid as fuck, so I was happy they died. But then it was like, this was, you guys could have passed without doing this shit. Like, you guys got to cut the guard done. But, shit. I mean, the, the effects on it were, were pretty good as far yeah. as, like, that they had, like, the, the body parts there. And, like, uh, I don't know. Some of them thought. jiggled a little bit more than they should have. <laughs> no, and it's like, but, what, uh, what, what were, <laughs> it's okay. And then, and then uh, what, you know, what were they chewing on back then? It's like, maybe uh, Romero was like, well, you're going to have to actually chew on this liver right here. Beef <laughs> <laughs> jerky. <laughs> yeah, it's like we didn't we didn't uh we didn't know uh we didn't have a prop guy back then so here's a here's a liver from a cow like yum here's some cow intestine yes he made sure that he didn't get any vegetarians that's for sure <laughs> <laughs> they would have been against it yes so yeah uh cooper and his family down in the cellar and like he said ben was fighting against it the whole fucking time saying like get out of there like this is it's one way in no way out type of shit. Like, if you go in there and something happens, you're stuck down here. You're not going back anywhere else. Yeah, and, and like, then, he's and, fucking right. Yeah, like, he was, because it's fucking, like, you have no doors underneath. Like, what the fuck are you going to do? Start burying, I mean, start digging another like, hole. Like, I get what, what Cooper's idea is, that there is only one way, so there's only one way to guard. You know, you only got to guard that one door. But if something happens and they do get down there, you're fucked. Yeah, because you're going to have, like, not, like, two or three zombies coming down. It's, like, fucking 10, 20 zombies coming at you. You're not going to kill them all. Even if you're guarding only one ex- one, yeah. one entrance. Yeah. And then plus Cooper didn't know and, what the fuck he was doing. And fucking Ben knew that. But they, they, they wanted to be the king of the household, so. Both of them. Well, yeah, Cooper, both yeah. of them. They, they, so they're they're bashing and battling each other, like fucking, like bashing. Fucking, they're butting, yeah, they're butting like, heads. Butting like heads, yeah. So, uh, you know, um, and Ben's basically, I like when he's like, well, if we do need to get down there, shit goes bad, then we're going to go down there. And fucking Cooper's like, no, you're not. You better do it now. And so, like, that was kind of like, okay, they're going to, they're going to fucking, yeah, yeah they're going to, they're going to bash fucking heads and, and, and have this whole thing. Now, if I were in that situation, just to fucking think about it right now, I, I wouldn't want to go down in the cellar. That was just, that's just a bad idea. 
that that would be like a, a last option kind of a thing. And yeah, I mean, but what I was telling Steve was like, it's crazy that like that it does seem like a bad idea, but it did come up where it's like it turned out not so bad at the end because that's where Ben ends up. Yeah, well, I mean, up. that that's because of the, how the situation played out. It was like the, the last option, but he mm. knew that was the last option. At least he wanted to try something different, you yeah. know, have options outside of the house because, if he, he could have. Yeah, because it's like... To but me, putting himself in the cellar right then would have left him with no options. Mm-hmm. Now, like I was going to say is, if I was in that situation, I would be up in that attic the whole fucking time. I'd yeah. get all that I could, supplies that I could, even I'd, board up. I would, board pick the higher, I would pick higher yeah, ground as well. Even board up, you know, the, the, the windows and everything like they did. But I'd make my way up to that attic because... How's the zombie gonna get up there? Yeah, how's the zombie gonna get up there? You know, pull that little fucking string that you gotta that you gotta pull down to, to get the ladder. Pull that up. There's no way they're gonna get up there at all. <laughs> and then you have the roof to where you can flag people down and shit. Watch out, Paul. There's gonna be uh, the George Romero jumping zombie. Oh yes. Hmm. No. Uh, what was it? Uh, one of the Day of the Dead. Uh, the, the zombie on a pogo stick. There was a Day of the Dead. <laughs> <laughs> There was a Day of the Dead sequel that had zombies that can crawl up walls and shit, like Whoa. Spider-Man. Oh, that, yeah, that's too much, man. I think it was a, a Contingium or something like that. I don't Day know. of the Dead Two Contingium. Yeah, that's that's too that that's shit. too much, man. I have the movie, but they got, I'm like Spider-Man crawling on the wall. Yeah, they got, they got, they got superpowers. That, that that's a mix. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they they could have boarded everything up, got supplies, went up to the attic. They had access to the roof where they could flag people down and, and, and look at what's going around around them. That would have been the best option. That's what I would have done. No, that's right. That's now, fine. here at my house, if there's a zombie fucking apocalypse, I'm screwed because I don't have an attic. Oh, no. Yeah, we do. We're going to stay on that plywood. <laughs> right right there in the fucking rafters. That's enough for us. Shit, and, fuck and, it. and no basement. Yeah, and no basement. We'll make one. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, you know, there, there's there's that struggle between them because they want to they wanna be the king. They want to rule the house basically and uh towards the end of the movie you know that they they get their fucking comeuppance now with barbara she you know she came in she did have some dialogue in the beginning like we had talked about but for the most part she was almost fucking catatonic she didn't really say a whole lot when she did she was kind of mumbling a little bit and recalling what happened with and, johnny yeah she she was like hysterical like saying oh we gotta go back and get johnny yeah we gotta get johnny he's out there and, he's out there and ben's and, just and basically ben's like, like no we can't do this your brother's dead that. and uh like he kind of like they they kind of have a tussle and uh she ends up slapping ben <laughs> yeah ben pops her when yeah. she knocks out yeah <laughs> so he's he's like had enough for her but at the same time, but, but, he's got but, that, those good intentions where he doesn't want to keep her safe. Yeah, because, I mean, she was going to fall down, and he, and, he, and he holds her so she doesn't mm-hmm. fall on her head. And then he, he puts her to lay down and rest up afterwards. Yeah, there's a point where... It's just that she was hysterical, so that's the only thing he could do at that point. Yeah, and, you know, there's a point where he even finds her some shoes and shit to wear. So it's like, he, he cares about everybody... He essentially even cares about fucking Cooper. Yeah, it's because just Cooper's I'm, being a fucking asshole. Yeah, well, I mean, even Cooper wanted uh, Barbara to be down in the area, and he was like, "No, nah, you're not taking her down there." Yeah, exactly, because he didn't want her down there for that death trap. Death trap, exactly. You know, and and, and Cooper, even though he may have been like, you know, get down here because it's safe. That's not why he wanted them to go down there so he can be the fucking king and rule, rule down there, basically. And that they say that in the movie and, and too. To you be, wanna, and, and to be right, yeah, and to be, be right, right, exactly. And uh, Ben even says that you could be fucking. You, he's like, you could you be could master go, down you, there. No, because when the other people come up too, he's like, hey, that he was like, you're because uh, the wife comes over. Yeah, and Hel- they uh, talk Helen? about the daughter, 
And then he talks about because the daughter's like just knocked out, like she's you know she got bit, so she's down there not in a good condition. And uh, they're like, well, you know what? I feel sorry for your, for your daughter because she's got a, a idiot for a father. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> yeah, so yeah, so if any, so you guys want to go down there and be idiots, be my guest. Uh, but you know, he's like, but I am not an idiot, so I'm gonna stay up here. And that's kind of like the relationship that they have right there. Yeah. Yeah, so towards the end, uh, there's just, like, one survivor in the house that, that's left, and that's Ben. But uh, what's crazy is, like, he kind of fought against it, but he does end up going to, like, his last resort, which was the death trap. Mm-hmm. But it ends up being where, like, he survives because, like, he boarded himself in there, and they don't get through. And the search party ends up going through clearing zombies along the way, which uh, there was, like, some newscasts that, that happened, and you, uh, you end up seeing it, like, midway through the movie. Where it does show like a sheriff and he's got like vigilante people, uh, like hunters and different stuff. And they're, uh, you know, shooting zombies. They mention that if you shoot them in the head, they go down pretty good. They're not going to like come back up from it. Um, they're also mentioning that, yeah, with the bodies that to, if it's, a, you know, someone that dies like during that time, what you have to do is like you can't do a funeral anymore. You can't have all that stuff. You have to just uh, cremate the body. Yeah. Because they'll rise and get you. So, uh, yeah, Ben ends up surviving. Uh, it kind of clears out like those guys are clearing this stuff and they're like just like you know blasting away like clearing you know all the zombies outside through fields and stuff and they get near that the farmhouse area so like ben does it like it's kind of clear so ben unboards the stuff he gets out it's clear in the house and uh those guys they're you know they're they're doing their thing they and then ben's stirring near one of the boarded up windows yeah this is kind of where like I- I imagine uh, when you when you first watch it, because I really I don't remember like how I felt when I first watched it um, for this scene. But you, you probably be like, "Oh, okay, he he survived it, and he's gonna be okay." And he made it out. The yeah. yeah, and they're like, "No, this is like one of the original fuck you endings." Yeah, and and with that, it's like I know how I felt about it the first time, but like, yeah, when um he's kind of like you see him kind of stirring right there, and you must you know like Ben must like think, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna survive this." I'm get out of it, and then no, like the sheriff's like, oh, they're like, oh, we see one stirring there, so they point their gun and then they they, they shoot him, so they shoot him in the head, so yeah, Ben's Ben's gone, and it's like that was our hero throughout the whole movie, and he went through so much, just and, to die, just, and he yeah, he went through fucking so much and actually did survive the the zombie horde, it, and, and it was some fucking dude, some living person that took him out, yeah, and it's like they and they didn't even like bother to like find out like if this is a zombie or or whatever they just they didn't even check they just saw something stirring and just shot first without even checking yep. so um i mean and then it shows different afterwards you see a montage afterwards because that's basically the end of the movie but you see a montage where uh you see the guys and they have like meat hooks and they're gathering up the the dead carcasses, different zombies that were there. Yeah, putting them in big big piles. Big piles, and and, 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 then, and, then, and, you, and you see them uh, get Ben with the meat hook, yeah. the meat hooks as well. And then at the end, you just see uh, Ben's body, and it's laying there with one of the, with that original zombie that was there at the cemetery. So you see them both there, and then last thing you see is like the bodies are lit up in, in flames. Yep. So uh, I mean, that was just powerful, you know, ending right there. Yeah, just, it like, was. Just crazy like I how, said, it was like that ultimate fuck you, you know. Yeah. You thought your fucking hero survived. Nope. That was He's done. Like the biggest Just fuck like everybody you, else. Yeah. Just like everybody else is going to be in the whole fucking world anyway, because the world's fucked. Damn, Paul, you dark. <laughs> yes. You, you I had, mean, you're, if you're, we're you're, thinking ahead in, zo- in zombie it, lore. 
I mean, now now we can hit our closing thoughts on this thing. Oh, yes. I thought you guys the, been closing. The, the Springer Springer final thoughts. <laughs> oh, love the movie. Love the zombies. Acting. Love most characters. Some characters were kind of eh. Um, love this the scuffling. I love. I. It's a hit or miss with me with the ending. I like it, but I hate it. Why do you hate it? I, man, because it fucking Ben died. Yeah. And why do you love it? I just love it because it was like, it, it, so it was <laughs> compared to now, it was like, usually the hero survives and all that shit. I like the little twist ending. But then when I thought about see, it, I was like, fuck, dude. This, see, it, the same reason why you hate it you is love it. you love it. Yeah, that's exactly. the same thing. I love it because I, yeah, like the same, the, hero I feel died the same. finally one time, but then I hate it because like Ben really did go through all this bullshit yeah. to make it out and he was there. And, you, and you, people, yeah, yeah. You, you felt the struggle. It's like bittersweet to me. And that was like what's so genius about it, dude. It's like, like he, like Romero knew you're, you're gonna love and hate this ending. Yeah, and it was like it's bittersweet to me. Yeah. But I said like Ben played a fucking great character the whole fucking movie. Ben was the character of the whole movie. The way he played his his role was fucking magnificent. He was the hero of the movie. He tried to help everybody out, but no one wants to listen. To fucking Ben. And look where the motherfuckers at. Well, yeah, I don't think I really cared about any other yeah, character. Yeah, yeah. Especially Barbara. I like it. And then, like, it's because of the ending as well. It makes it even more powerful, man. Like, uh, like I said, it's got those. Uh, it was like know, a hidden message underneath it. Yeah. All. It's all the tones, you know. It's like, you know, that commentary on the social times of the 60s right there. And, uh, you know, like I said, I, I dig the zombies already. Um, and then, uh, you know, the characters, the struggle that happened. Uh, you know, the two men uh, fighting for... Uh, Control for, for control for power, yeah, dominance, yeah, and for the love of the women. But the main thing is like you know going through all that time and then and then that ending, like you said, that that twist where it's yeah. like he dies, and but you know it's just like you went through that whole thing with him, following him. You think he's gonna make it, and then just take it taken out the way he got taken yeah. out. Uh, we hope you guys like that review. Um, there's still a whole lot more shit we could talk about Night of the Living Dead, but we don't want to make a fucking 15 hour episode. so you know there's always more zombie movies and shit that we can always bring up night of the living dead with with new things we want to talk about um but that's going to wrap it up for this so uh this is actually the time where we would do our will Will of doom but we're sitting here in the studio and we're going to record two episodes so we're going to record another one right after this that's where we'll do our will of doom that way, like you're not, you guys aren't waiting for us to do the the winter review, and uh, we actually not do it because we don't have time to watch it yeah. in between recording. <laughs> so, uh, any last words, memo, Steve, Mad Mad Steve, Wolfman memo? Uh, well, I just got to say that I enjoyed uh, this episode. I mean, I always do. Yeah. Um, but I mean, uh, you know, my my win win my pick uh, won this time <laughs> again. As far as uh, freaks, and I'm I'm glad that you guys enjoyed it. Loved it. And uh, we teamed it up with, uh, you know, one of the best ones that, uh, you know, zombie one that started it all. Yes. The best uh, one. So, you know, Night of Living Dead, George Romero, the original. Um, so, I mean, I enjoyed watching both of those. They're they're cool. Yes. Uh, both worth, worth uh, the watch. So, you know, Cripsters, anytime you get a chance, I hope you, uh, if you haven't watched it, give it a watch and maybe you want to rewatch it. Thank you guys for listening. Um, maybe you guys should... Uh, Go into our social media pages. Give us some options about what we're doing right, what we're doing wrong, what do you guys like the episodes, things you want us to change, or even just movies you want us to review for you guys for The Wheel of Doom. Um, go ahead. Don't be scared. We, we enjoy doing this show for you guys. All right, guys. 
Have a creepy night, and uh, we'll see you next time. Arrivederci. Thank you for tuning in to another discussion on all things horror. Be sure to hit us up on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Also, check out our merch store at tpublic.com for t-shirts, hoodies, all kinds of goodies. Stay creepy, my friends. <laughs>